Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Roll it, roll it, Get on your way here. Keep on rolling, Welcome to episode 17, 17 of the Permeal Filter Podcast Show. Um, would you guys just like to go around and introduce yourselves? We'll start here. Uh, I'm Rafiki. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else about myself. Nice you guys know what it's about. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, Josh Mack, at Joshua J. Mack on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. Uh, John Lavish, at John Lavish on Twitter. Oh. Hey, I'm Lauren, and I apologize in advance for my voice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I am your classmate, Chad Mudd, at... Chad Mud underscore on Twitter. I've never plugged my Twitter before, I don't think. Did you change That's it? That's not your Twitter handle. Did you change it? was C-Mud. Yeah, what happened to C-Mud? Oh, I'm thinking of Instagram. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, now you plugged your Instagram. Plug my Instagram. Amateur hour. Yeah. Actually, you also, plugged your Twitter once because I made fun of how you spelled it on Twitter. Also, yeah. on Twitter, at C-E-E-E Mud. Yeah, it's three E's. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. E- Can we e- move on? E- <laughs> hey, he's got to make sure his classmates can find an underscore there too. I thought not that on was Twitter. No, not, not on Twitter. Twitter. Anyway, yeah. so follow us. Keep up with the cool tweets and stuff. That's right. The purpose of today's uh, discussion is for my final project in our gender and communication class. We'll be touching on some topics. Uh, that relate to the things we've learned over the course of the semester. I kind of wanted to do this in an in, in a inductive fashion where we start at a problem, we broaden it, we observe a type of culture, and then we broaden that even more to observe how people perform with within that culture or their performance um, gives way to that culture being... Uh, you know, continued and perpetuated furtherly. A little brief introduction here. Um, Domestic violence and sexual abuse are often called women's issues, but I believe that there's a fundamental issue with framing this as such. It seems like by labeling this as a woman's issue, it places an added burden upon women, the ones that suffer generally the most in regards to domestic violence and sexual abuse and distances men away from the issue, despite being the ones primarily responsible for perpetuating these offenses against women. I firmly believe that until this narrative changes, until we as people, but especially men, begin to start seeing the bigger picture and how all of these, how all of this kind of intersects and correlates together and begin to question these societal norms, we will continue this cycle. So let's begin to break into this a bit. Uh, to quote Jackson Katz, he's, this, it's this TED talk that I watched pretty recently. He touched on like issues that we'll be touched on today. He starts by kind of saying, what's going on with men? Why is domestic violence, this is gonna be a compound question. Why is domestic violence and sexual abuse such a big problem throughout the US in the world as a whole. Just takes time to, you know, process that. Why do so many men abuse physically, verbally, and, and abuse in other ways the women and girls and men and boys 
because we're not looking at heteronormativity. We're looking at this across all spectrums. But we're only looking at the focus on men committing these things. Men commi committing these okay. things uh, to the ones they love or claim to love. What's going on with men? We'll start there. Well, first things first, we're not going to act like this is something new. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's been going it's on been since day forever. one. Um, Just more visible now. Yep, well, sure. it's not even like that it's even more visible now. It's that... People are actually opening their mouths about it. Yes. It's well, not that, as that's, stigmatized yeah, exactly. as it once was. There was a few people who were... I don't like saying that they're brave because they shouldn't have to be brave for it. But, mm -hmm. like, you know, they, they took the chance upon themselves to come clean about something openly... A lot of the times people have gone through these things, they come clean, but, like, usually only within their inner circle, mm -hmm. and, like, usually to, like, a therapist or something, but they don't necessarily, like, belt it out to the world, and it's, I think it's because we're finally starting to see people who are being open about it, but, like, on a quote-unquote celebrity scale, it's these people who have public media attention on them, mm -hmm. whether they're celebrities or politicians or businessmen or God knows what, but, like, that's what it is, and I think that's what's being exposed, like, that we're seeing that these people who we've, like, held to high standards, but we should hold everybody to this fucking high standard. Wait, hold sure. on, can we cuss on this? Yes. All right, I'm fucking cussing. All right, sweet. <laughs> I'm kind of piggybacking off of that. I think it was, um, for women, it was so frowned upon for them to be playing the victim, so I think now that as a no, they are the victim. <laughs> no, right. But I'm, yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. And it's right. just like it's crazy that that's that the should thing, be like they, they looked at like, negatively. Right. Like, people right. say playing a victim. It's like she's not playing victim. She is the, the victim. victim. Right. Or he, if it's a man in the case, but still. Right. But what I'm saying is that women or men or whoever was um, the survivor in this situation, it, they were looked down upon mm -hmm. um, as lesser. So I think now that we're kind of all as a society saying, hey, you know, we hear you and we believe you, I think it's giving women and people who have been abused the power to come forward and share their story. The funny thing about you saying that, though, is like how we're saying that, oh, now we're... I don't say that now we're supportive of it. Because I still think it's a pretty 50-50 split. Um, how people right. like react to these things. Right. Maybe like before it was 75 25, where 25 was cool, or like 25 was supportive. Uh, but now, and like maybe that's growing. So, like, but I still yeah. see plenty of, my opinion, dumb motherfuckers on right. the timeline, you know, chiming in on continuing this bullshit narrative right. of okay. treating them like victims and whatnot. I thought it was interesting how you said, um, Lauren, how you brought up women finding their voice and being vocal about these things, do you notice, what is, this is like the common response to that, however, as far as like men socially responding to women that come forth and do they believe them, do they, is there like some type of, they're met, met with some type of opposition or like. I mean, yeah, I think that we're always going to be met with opposition because especially when you're dealing with men or people in general with higher power mm -hmm. than the victim, then it's gonna be like, well, is he or she lying? Like, are they yeah. just doing this to get attention from this higher being, per se? So I think we still have some work to do on that, but. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. We learned about this in class. Um, there's this saying that my professor always uses, and she says it's, the patriarchy was a system made by men, specifically white men, for men. So if with that in mind, um, we kind of see 
a motive behind why when women come forward vocally about things such as domestic violence or sexual abuse, why men are quickly to downplay that or to would not invalidate or what it would invalidate, invalidate them about it. Um, it's too, because potentially they don't want the system in place to be challenged. The system right. is set up right. for them to to benefit from it, benefit from it. You know what I mean? So it's like to make it more colloquial, not even just a system. It's a culture. It's how somebody is sure. conducting their lives. Like you'll see some people's reactions, and they'll like that common reaction. It's like, well, what was she wearing that night? Like, Such yeah, let's talk, let's talk, let's, let's like, tap into that. Yo, event. was she wearing that night? Like, how you blame the victim you for can, the violence that occurs you against see in, them. In some cultures in which, I'm not saying that the women here aren't dressing in any way provocatively here and they still get raped in America, but, like, even when you go to cultures where, like, women are tend to be more modest in their dressing, still Women raped. who wear, like, um... The, the women who are in Hejabi in, in Middle East right, exactly. and in, in India and all of that, like, right. they still get raped and they're not showing anything. Right. And, like, it's just, it's a fucked up right. concept as to how men will approach these situations. Like, there's... A, it's just, it's just the victim blaming that's so unfortunate. For sure. Agreed. Yeah. But on top of that, it's even, like, so, like, a lot of the things that we notice when we talk about, when we... When we dealt, especially this year, when we, with the whole, uh, I don't like, I mean, I get it, they're branding it this way, but, you know, the whole Me Too movement, uh, we're finding out the details of what happens in those nights, so it's like, and they're being publicized a lot of times when details are, are brought up to light, they're usually done in a courtroom and not really publicized, or they're done in a smaller circle, but now we're seeing them on a grander scale, you can see, like, some of the details, it's a quote-unquote, it's a, the guy who's agreeing with the man in this situation, uh, that's his game too, quote-unquote, game. Like, yeah. it's not game at all. Let's <clears throat> no, make no, that no. clear. But, you know, he's saying, like, oh, that's that's how I handle women. They're, they're claiming that as, as sexual assault it's or related. as harassment. Like, yeah, it, it is. <laughs> like, you don't need to grab a random woman's ass in the bar. Like, it's unnecessary. Did um, she say yeah? It's like, unless, unless, she's, unless she's showing that she's touching on you and she wants to be touched on, like, you shouldn't be touching on somebody. Uh, and it's just funny because it's like, they'll be like, well, I do that all the time. It's like, yeah, you got to stop. You know, a lot of women there, well, even then I feel like Lauren can chime in on this. Like I can speak it on a woman's side, but it'll be more powerful coming from her. Why wouldn't you mention to a guy who randomly grabbed your ass at the bar? Why would, I mean, I know that you would probably yell at him and <laughs> pull his hair and smack him down on the bar, but like, well, this is why would like, you not? This has in happened. what situation? Like, yeah. This has happened. And I mean, we can, not to... We're gonna give her her voice, give her a moment. Yeah, but y'all should like, fuck up for a sec. <laughs> but it's like, we can speak about what we would do, but in the moment, it can sometimes definitely be different. Yeah, I want to hear about time. Maybe expre- explain why you, you know, what what holds you back from really reacting. Sure, I like to believe that I'm pretty strong-willed and opinionated and willing to um, speak out, but sometimes it's just like. You know, you're in your element, you're at a bar, you're with, you know, your friends, I'm with Chad, like, I feel safe, and then all of a sudden, some random will come up to me, and even just, like, 
like grab me by my waist just to like move past me or just it's almost like a, a shock it's like wait did that just happen because sometimes Why would somebody grab there it like, happens right. so like, quick whatever happened to like a, like on the just shoulder, like the shoulder like, upper or back or just like, like don't or say sorry touch me. yeah right like excuse me i'm gonna speak on i'm gonna speak on something i always touch anybody's shoulder i don't care if you're a man or a woman i don't care if you're but i'd rather i'm just always like yeah no 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 of course i mean i always put it like on the middle of their back like excuse me because like clearly not gonna hear me yeah because like, like if I, well, and me, I also I'm feel like if they can't see me and I'm behind them and I just go, yeah, hey, excuse me, like right well. in their That's ear. That's like a, like a <laughs> straight like punch yeah. right yeah. behind me. Like, and and a lot of the times, a lot of the times, if I am ever doing it, it's because this person is clearly backing up into me, and right. it's like you know how crowded places are. Right. Like you're like, no, you know what stay, I? I usually do way. the uh, the old the old like I gotta get through slice. <laughs> Me. Excuse me, That's sir. Uh, for, for podcast listeners, John is doing like the whole like uh, He's synchronized swimming. Yeah, <laughs> synchronized swimming with his arms, like, quasi swimming lateral direction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just gonna squeeze. Gonna squeeze by right by. I'm gonna sneak by real quick. All right, I can you do it in a Polish accent? So, uh, sorry, guy. <laughs> I've gotta, I've gotta confess. Sorry. I remember like oh, this had to be like, oof, like middle school. Are we taking it away back? Middle school, maybe okay. even high school. No, give yourself where a I'm like, I'm going through crowds at Summerfest, and we will, guys would play a game of like, oh, let's see how many asses we can touch. Yeah, because like, you think it's with, supposed with, to be I can't even get into the shit. I just I just did. Did. Well, should be well, locked well. up. But it's but like, see, that was normal. That? that was considered normal. And like, now that I'm more educated and aware, like, I was an abuser. I was a sexual abuser hey, in a way because obviously <laughs> there's think, de- different degrees of it but I mean we are like but see I think when we talk about we it, are responsible for our actions yeah I committed those actions those are unwanted yes. advances I made on women that's right. who I am but going kind of was. going off of it I mean you don't want to make excuses for that because you did what you did and mm-hmm. it was annoying and these girls are probably like can we stop Oh, but for sure. Younger, oh, almost got knocked you, out once. you they, think they, of they that shit, me. you're just like <laughs> making a joke. It's just yeah, like, oh, like, oh, let I'm me like funny. touch a butt. Like, yeah. I'm 14. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh my God, that's so crazy. Or you so think you have, to, you have to do it because everyone because else is doing it. Because everyone else is doing it. Well, that's a big thing. Let me pose an idea on that then. It's not excuses. It's not, like, it's more of an explanation, if anything. Why did we think? that was something acceptable. And it was because we were younger, we don't know any better, right? Mm-hmm. So why did we get this idea that you as- it was the cool thing to do? You associate masculinity with, like, like I guess, like, controlling mm-hmm. women or or, or dominating, dominating women. But, like, this is where I'm getting at here. It's like, where did we get that idea? Media. Uh, yeah, society. Our media. elders, our, the people right. before us, right? right? right. So it's like, and now... And, no, and I just want to say something here. It's like, it's, to, it's interesting because... Like, can we get there eventually? Yeah. Do we want? Like, yeah, we can keep hey, going. No, I just want to finish touch the thought. That's right? not elder shame, okay? <laughs> no, we can elder shame. Fuck the elder. No, we can elder shame because the generations before us, if they're continuing fuck some fuck shit, fuck right? They don't need to teach the younger no, ones the fuck shit, fuck and then it continues the cycle. How how political and and anti-religious can I be? Go <laughs> out. Oh, wow. Okay, no. so keep going, keep go going, because I'm gonna go off on that fucking. Gender. We'll get there, John. But my point being is that like it's it's an important thing that we have in these conversations today because I mean people are always like, oh, it's been going on forever. It's like, well, we need to finally have the fucking conversation because we have to break the cycle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like you gotta you gotta. Oh. You gotta start teaching the people below and us, it, like to me. Conversation, the conversation's gotta continue to run. Like it can't just die out every mm-hmm. like, and all right. spark up when it something happens. It can't be like a pivotal moment. Yeah, like when that something catches traction yeah. socially. Yeah, it just trickles. Yeah, can't be a fad. Exactly. exactly. 
It's well, gotta. Be, it can't be a trend. It can't be a fad. It's gotta be a characteristic of society moving forward. What so I, the, oh, a staple. Well, I was just gonna say what I think needs to happen is it need, while the th- what happens to women is it is a pivotal piece of it and an incredibly important crucial piece. It needs to be reframed as a power problem because if you mm-hmm. look at the beginning of time, I'm just gonna use the Greeks as an example. They literally fucked little boys. Mm-hmm. And, Just like serial killers. Yeah. They told them that this was normal, and that's how they raised the Spartans. Mm-hmm. They grew up They grew up being fucked by adult men because they were told that the Spartans were knew what, they, what a real man was and how to be a real man and mm. were tough and were these war heroes and all this shit. And it wasn't so, even just the little boys. It was even the little girls, too. Right. Like it's but, just in general. But I'm saying to, to create more... Spa- they created a culture, a rape culture mm-hmm. around that that was normalized. So they just kept raping boys, and then it turned into this warped masculinity where it was all about violence, domination, mm-hmm. and power. And so I think what needs to happen is it needs to be addressed at all <laughs> angles, and it, the, the 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 violence against women needs to be highlighted because it's probably the most dominant and perverse. But you have to reframe it and rephrase things. I so think. just to piggyback off of that, one of my favorite quotes by one of the shittiest people alive. Granted, it was it was his character saying it. Kevin Spacey, his oh. character in, uh, in House of Cards, right? right? But he had a great quote. He goes, everything... <laughs> Francis Un- Frank Underwood. Frank Underwood said, everything is about sex, except sex. Sex is about yep. power. So it's like, it's incredible how it's like, yes, that is entirely true. Because everything in our lives is somewhat motivated, directly or indirectly, by sex. sex but then sells. the moment of sex itself, I think it's about power. I think... I don't agree for me, but I think sex does sell, and sex selling usurps anyone's own personal idea or agenda, regardless of sexuality. Or, or sexual, uh, I guess, like, uh, I don't know what the right word is, like, sexual, uh, I'm just going to say staining of a of a certain paradigm or, or hmm. culture or subsect of culture. There's just some sort of spectrum for it. Right, but I, like I'm not, I don't just fucking look at people and like, oh, <laughs> even I don't know if it's subconscious. Oh, you're coming your pants. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> like, oh, I, uh, <laughs> sex. Uh. No, that, for me that's not, <laughs> like, not a the last thing I think. Yeah, anymore. as you say, you're yeah, also right. not twelve. So, so for me, it's like I just look at people and it's like you're a person. Cool, don't give a fuck what you like mm-hmm. or what you're into. Like, don't care if you like me or not. I'm gonna, you're a person. Wow, that was tough. And see, when, when it comes so down to a lot of the things with the rape yeah. culture, <laughs> wow. granted, without some of the people who are really sick, but like <laughs> some of the people who are just with some of the rape culture, it, it's it's somebody they like, <laughs> and it's somebody that they want, it's somebody that they desire and that they want in their lives, but yet they think this is an acceptable way to quote unquote keep them in their lives. Do you- I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it's someone that they want in their lives. I think it's just someone that they see as a target. Yep, they want someone to control that's them. easy to control. But that's somebody they want in their lives. Uh, I think it's someone they you, would you like think to of, you think of it as love. And that's what I'm saying. You think of it as love. What I'm saying is there's somebody to keep around. Like I think what, I get what how I process yeah. what, I what you said say. was more so like um, someone they want around in their lives kind of insinuates some type of connection or relationship I don't mean that connotation yeah, I mean okay. like right. it's just like it's like I'm just like one, you're there you're, I'm there we're there you're still keeping I'm still keeping it's you around a, you're my quote like unquote pet yeah, it's like an ownership and a pet yeah thing. exactly yeah. Hmm. Right. back to the power it's a c- control and power thing and that, it, and I mean it's that's a, all it is and it's become a male a male trait that we're supposed to adhere to so that's why it's 
extra like tinged in that direction um, where where men are the perpetrators because we've been told that part of masculinity is being domineering and controlling of things and having this fucking like this widespread control of our our lives and our, our I guess like our our manhood supposedly I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think we uh, brought up some good points there and we kind of began to touch into the next topic of rape culture so for our listeners i'd like to kind of give a explain what rape culture is um rape culture is a complex set of beliefs that encourage male sexual aggression and supports violence against women it is a society where violence is seen as sexy and sexual sexuality as violent in a rape culture women perceive a continuum of threatened violence that ranges from sexual remarks to sexual touching, to rape itself. A rape culture condones physical and emotional terrorism against women as the norm. In a rape culture, both men, wi- both men and women assume that sexual violence is a fact of life inevitable. However, much of what we accept as inevitable is a fact the expression of values and attitudes that can change. It's yeah, pretty, it's never set in stone. Yeah, I think that's a pretty profound statement. I think things can kind of happen so frequently that we become desensitized to them and we kind of, as a society, accept them as a part of... As the norm. The, as the right. norm. Just, like, yeah. I mean, not to, like, bring this sub-tangent upon us, but, like, even, like, mass shootings nowadays, it's kind of like they've become something that's so, like, commonplace because of the frequency of occurrences that we it doesn't have the same impact or you know polarization that it once once did and i think it, sexual violence and domestic violence has been occurring <clears throat> and ongoing for so long that it's just kind of become something that happens something mm-hmm. that's just here something that we don't really uh it's kind of know you slip it under the rug we slip it under the rug we don't it doesn't seem like any real attention to changing or um, implementing systems or education towards it that will ultimately change society for the better. Uh, but some questions that kind of will help us dig into this. I list it here. Uh, what are the roles of the various in- institutions, whether it be religious belief systems, sports culture, pornography culture, music, that are helping to continue the cycle of rape culture and produce abusive men at rates that are incredibly alarming present day? Can I say something quick? Of course. I think the age-old tactic of blaming porn is is dead. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's not. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Argue both points. I think, I think kink shaming and confusing it with rape culture is a problem because okay. mm-hmm. some people are into submissive versus dominant sex and BDSM and role play and as long as there's consent there, which there always is in porn that's been filmed, people are paid, people consent to this, they sign contracts. There's not a problem there. It's just an easy thing to look at because how loaded the word porn is and how loaded that kind of thing is because you're looking at some of the most intimate 
action that you can see with between however many people are there. Um, and then one other thing I wanted to address, I agree 99% with the rape culture definition, but I think, again, it's something that needs to be rephrased as a power versus who is presumed to be weak question. Hmm. Because it's more, yes, it's predominantly and most pervasively against women. Hmm. It also needs to be phrased about power. And while men are the ones who are taught that they're supposed to be strong in certain connotations and definitions that are completely unrealistic and it does drive them to be sexually violent against women we can't forget people that are not women um men lgbtq just um, all marginalized yeah, people yeah exactly the people who are mm-hmm. seem as the other or weaker and so that's my only issue when it's phrased specifically in women that's when okay. I have a problem with that sort of wave of feminism where it's only about women and it's That's not... That's white feminism. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not the same as interne- intersectional feminism, mm-hmm. which is... Yeah. Because as, black yeah, trans women are just <laughs> right. the, most the most marginalized. Exactly. And it's right. terrible because there's so many black trans women that are just being murdered. Right constantly and it's, it's not, not murder, just absolutely tortured to stay exactly alive it's not covered in the news mm-hmm. it's not you yeah. know seen as this heinous act i mean you don't really hear about it right sure yeah and then yeah then white feminists only glom onto the white women and then they try to promote now again this might get touchy but they try to promote that white women are the most marginalized people <laughs> which is laughable at best Yikes. it drives me nuts just, Not saying that their experience isn't way worse than mine. But we've got it pretty is. good. As but, a white woman, right, right. I've got it much better than, you know, a Native American woman or a black woman or a Hispanic woman. Like, right. I recognize that because, right. duh, I'm fucking right. white. Right. Like, it, that's shitty, but that's how it is. Right, right. It's yeah. just the truth, yeah. It's a, I think it's uh, important to acknowledge privilege, but I do not in any way think... Um, I think oppression is oppression. You know what I right. mean? It's mm-hmm. like right. it's I, not just. It's always like a, it's always like a weird people. and kind of slippery slope. Right. Kind of. It's like because my uh, difficulties aren't as perverse as the next preach. man's or next woman's. It's like does it, it invalidates the struggles and things that I'm going through? I don't think that's necessarily the case. Some most times, no. but I think the bigger picture would be like uh, oppression is just like oppression in any shape, form, or fashion of it. And I think instead of the victim of that or the receiving end of that, assuming some type of um, thing or thing that they have to like delegate, oh, well, you know, I'm not as oppressed as the next person, so let's just focus. No, I think it should be one one overall type of um, scope on the situation. Everyone's struggle is a struggle. You know, struggle is relative. And, you know, you can't... Like, it's the biggest thing I notice um, online. And I'm going to circle back to the porn conversation. But... Collapsed. No, no, but I mean, like, no, no, it's no, funny. I, I, was I think I just listened to this conversation I on a podcast. I think I know what you're gonna say, and I'm ready for it. Yeah, but yeah. no, I mean, you'd be surprised. But still, uh, regardless, with the, the idea of the struggles is that everyone struggles, you know, in their own way. It's relative. Um, there's some people they'll say that like, 
Oh, you didn't really go through anything. A guy just, like... What's the word I'm looking for here? A guy, like, just, you know, won't stop harassing me. That's not, you know, any worse than me actually physically getting raped. It's like, but, you know, it's still somewhat traumatizing. You can't, like, that's that's the whole thing. Like, when we talk about oppression, it has to be treated all the same in a way. Because yeah, right. it is. Everybody is going through something, you know. Yes, thank God she hasn't gone through any sort of physical sexual violence, but doesn't mean that she hasn't been harassed, and that shouldn't be marginalized any less now, than how think, the one who got physically. Don't you think that that's mostly... Now, again, I'm not trying to get overtly political because I tend to be on the side that I'm about to attack, but that these are the those are the situations when it's about... It's like a... Well, I'm just going to quote somebody that I don't agree with entirely, but he has a great sentence on an infinite loop of etymology. God Sod, a Canadian um, professor who talks about an infinite loop of etymology where the left constantly tries to define things and define what's worse than the other. So then you start to lose context of what's happening and what actually is bad. And it kind of ties into that white feminism idea where you get these, like, these people out of like Berkeley that are white people that have lived sheltered suburban lives their whole time don't understand that their struggle isn't inherently better than someone else's even though their struggle still matters and it's still a struggle and then you get stuck in these these word traps and these definition traps whereas the rest of the world whether they're people of color lgbtq community members or what that are actually dealing with the worst of the worst and they're pretending that their their struggle is the worst mm -hmm. and I, it just drives me crazy no, because no. you're That's you're exactly promoting right. you're lending credence to the other side for the people that are espousing hate or at best like uninformed like naive at best thinking and it, it's ignorant yeah it is ignorant agreed I just couldn't think of the right word you yeah. said naive right here for you bud yeah yeah because it is naive mm -hmm. and I mean and I'm gonna circle back say. quickly to the, to the porn <clears throat> conversation just to yeah. uh, you know nip it in the bud and we can end it or you, know, you can keep going on. Wait, oh, eh, eh. But the idea is that, like, so you were bringing up how, you know, kink shaming versus rape culture. And yeah, by all means, I'm not talking about the kink of right. wanting a dominant versus submissive. Right. I'm talking about how a young man or woman, because that's how she's expecting what sex is going to be mean, like. Sexual abuse, sex, domestic violence can occur with anyone. We're not just looking at these binary. Man or woman, I mean, this can happen to anyone. Right. You know yes. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm speaking. Yeah, but I understand. You know, normalizations, which is not normalizations, but uh, my point being is that the idea is they're walking with these expectations as they're watching these videos, and they're like, "This is what it's supposed to be," and right. you know, and you'll have uh, some people who are not understanding that what they're watching is a specific fetish, mm -hmm. and that's and it's fine to have that right. fetish, but you have to desire that and to understand that there's still no. consent within this fetish. Now, do you think that the problem therein lies with porn, or do you think therein it lies with people not explaining that to them and the stigma around porn? I don't think. Yeah, so it's like it's not necessarily that it's the porn industry has any sort of responsibility. It's it's the fact that how we treat the porn industry and that's our responsibility as right. a society. So wouldn't you wish we would be more sexually open with each other and people could look at porn and say, hey, you know, consent is involved. Even though this scene is incredibly graphic and really, really violent in a way mm -hmm. that there was consent here and that that's the whole, that's the whole fucking so, name of the game. Yeah. So I have I, something to say. Go ahead. Thank you. So, <laughs> I 100% agree with what you're saying, 
I'm going to be devil's advocate mm-hmm. just by saying, like, societal-wise. Well, I'm doing it first. <laughs> so, I think consent is not seen as quote-unquote sexy. Right. Agreed. So, again, mm-hmm. it's all... You no, know, coming back to that power dynamic. Right. People who are watching porn, Move you know, play. that's un- they're unconsciously watching it like, oh my God, like, they weren't even talking about, should I do this? Yes or no? Like, mm-hmm. that's not what they're thinking. That's not what porn is meant to do. Right. Nowadays, there's documentaries, there's, you know, articles, scholarly articles about porn, and it's very, very safe. I mean, it's one of the most safest industries out there, regardless of what people think. No, it is. It's but it really is. It's, 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 it's like it's multiple times. It's not even just the testing. Like, when you look at how many, um, so like, so many of them are like condom only, uh, so, so many production teams are condom only, like, there's, there's rules like where they'll be like, all right, what was this guy's sexual history? Who's he worked with? You know, like you can get right. any actor's entire thing. Now, I don't think it's open to us as a public, but it's definitely open in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like you find out, oh, I'm working with so and so. Okay, I've known that they worked with A, B, and C. Well, I'm well, I know that B is a sketchy name. Not that he's a sketchy person, but that he has had a sketchy history as well. So like, there is some sort of like resume system in order for everyone to understand. Um, but just to wrap back to the societal thing, though, about how we treat porn as a society, I think we've made that first step in the last five or so years about how pornography, at least as adults, is now quote-unquote accepted. It's more or less expected that adults watch pornography. I think now because today, between A, its availability is fucking widespread uh, compared to how it used to be back in the day, you had to have the porn stash. You had to have the magazines, the, 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 the video Playboys. tapes. It was considered oh. taboo. Yeah, yeah but it's what I'm saying. Like, you had to have this like physical thing that you more or less kept hidden away from everybody. Uh, you hid it from your wife. Your shame you stash. Yep. What's up? Your shame Classic stash. Shame stash. Yeah. So like. Oh, shame. That's a whole yep. other thing. Yeah, to go that's off. a whole shame conversation. But Sometimes shame today is good. We're, but yeah, but but today we're oh, we're uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Today today we're we're talking about the shame. We're expected yes, of people watching yes, porn. So it's like Please, it's 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 more or less normalized on that. So I think that's a big important first step to then have the conversation afterwards. Okay, you guys need to understand. Like this is porn. This is an ability for you to experience or visualize a imaginative fantasy that you have for your fetish it might be a way for you to explore what your fetish is that's fine or sexuality in general yeah or sexuality in general maybe you're you know trying to discover who you are exactly so i think now that we like have kind of made pornography accepted at least in the adult standpoint Mm -hmm. you know maybe people still argue that somebody under the 18 shouldn't be able to because it's it's illegal for someone under the age of 18 in Uh, some states 21 um, to see a naked body to see pornography. You know who has There's a it difference right? between a Europe. nude body and pornography. Europe's Europe. got it all figured out. Europe's got it right. Some people can argue against that. Just based not on how every, not everything. Hey, I'm let's not go into it. Let's yeah, not yeah, get yeah, off fair, topic. Fair, Stop fair, it. Yeah, Thank enough. you. But fair point enough. being, no good move. Good move. My job is easy. <laughs> <laughs> point being is that we've made that first step. So I think that we can have these conversations. I think it's up to us. It's up to the people slightly above us, and it's up to the people slightly below us that we all have to have these conversations, and all everyone needs to understand. Right. For sure. Because nobody wants to That's admit. The biggest nobody thing. wants to admit. Yeah, like nobody wants to. Oh, it. I watched this girl go from literally sitting on the couch to being fucked, and it's like there was no, like you said, there was no verbal consent being shown in the video, but clearly there was consent before they started filming. Like people need to understand, like this is their job. This is not like some 
Right. But, Candid but camera would, audio. Yeah, whole yeah. video of the I would say movie. they do show consent in videos now. They got the whole process leading up to going in some, from in the some casting videos. couch. Like there's a, yeah, in the it, casting couch, yes. Yeah. So, no. are you over 18? Yes. <laughs> sure. Uh, but do I mean, you know like, what's going to partake like in the next, I don't know, And you know what, that's, that's yeah. a good move, but it's not necessarily something we can only expect the industry to do. Like, yeah. it's got to be something right. that it's us as a society the vocalization that's, of that's the why, that's, would be beneficial for everyone. And that's why my problem yeah, lies with blaming with the whole porn thing, because so much of it is there to blame for this. Like that movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, where it was about how he was yeah. addicted uh, to porn and how he needed called? to quit porn. Whatever you want. Because, oh, it, it, porn's the reason he, he's a fucking piece of shit. Oh, okay. Like, how no, about, you so, have yeah. some sort of mental yeah. disability. How about society? Yeah. How about you glomming onto fucking useless shit in society and not thinking for yourself is a problem? And porn is fine. It's like, people try to use the point of uh, Ted Kaczynski talking about... Or no, not Ted Kaczynski. I was going to um, say, the, Zo- or the fucking um, not Unabomber. Unabomber. <laughs> uh, not Ted Kaczynski. The, uh, Ed who, Kemper? No, who's the guy who... Another, he killed a, a bunch of women. Sp- oh, I mean, that's all of them. Um, <laughs> Golden well, State not. Killer. Um, no, it's not the Golden State Killer. No. Is it Richard Ramirez? No, I love. I'm not gonna say this I love that like guy, her, but I love Pentagram. Spot. So I know my nipples are hard. I love this. <laughs> I love Pentagram. Now, now, uh, fuck. What's his name? The he uh, he's su- no, he's super famous. I I can't believe I Jeffrey can't. Dower. No, it, you're on the you're on the money though. I'm so mad. Uh, I can't from think Wisconsin? of it. No, yeah. from Florida. Oh, oh, fuck. He um, killed, like, tons of people. Tons. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I can't think of his name. But yeah, he, talked, research break. he tried to say how, we'll get his name, he tried to say how violent porn and, like, and BDSM got him to do what he did. Okay, dude. <laughs> the only thing okay. that came up is Ted Cruz. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the old Zodiac. No. Uh, Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. I told you I'd get political. Um, <laughs> damn it, what's his name? She knows who I'm thinking of. I fucking know. I can't think of it. It's like one of the most famous. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy! Why couldn't I fucking think yeah. that bitch? Ted Bundy tried to say that BDSM got him to kill women. Well, let me tell you something. I watch BDSM, and you know what? I have never killed a woman. Wow, who'd have thunk that that's possible? So, that shit about blaming people... Blaming porn for your actions and and I I'm, I'm certain sure things you visual you you view can have an impact on you, but it is your responsibility to examine what is hap- is what's what you're watching and examine what's happening to you in the process. So going off that responsibility point, because that was my main point that I was getting to. You, do you think that porn the porn industry has a responsibility? To, you know, after every video, before every video that's posted, to say, this is consensual? Or do you think it's more of a, I don't want to say nature versus nurture, because that's not correct. But you're learning from the people around you. Do like, you a think, yes. like a societal. Like a societal. Do you think I agree. Like putting I think up just like a disclaimer in the like beginning? They have that. I think like, the easiest way to do it is like... A banner on the top of the website, like just speaking from like a web design perspective. I don't think it should be on them. I don't think it should be on them at all because it's. And maybe it but shouldn't. But then that's when you have to come into place. Like, what what part of know? what part of governmental policy well, dictates if, and has to help shape society around us? Like, what kind I, of like if the government was to pass a law that says every pornography website has to have a banner at the top I of the website that just says. I vehemently disagree with that law. 
Why? Because it's because it's not on them. Why should it be on that industry to indicate that there was? Why should time? it be on any industry to have to say what are the ingredients in a in a that's food a that we buy? Very different very different topic and a completely different fucking aspect. But then well, we can go off that and say should the fashion industry be responsible for because you see um, American Apparel ads, you see pretty much every cologne or perfume ad that's sexualizing women. So I guess what I'm saying is should these huge, 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 huge corporations be responsible for consent and sexual wellness Um, per se? While I hate major corporations, I don't think so. I think it's ultimately our responsibility as a society to figure this shit out because Mm -hmm. if you look at us socially compared to everywhere else in the west we're like miles and miles and miles behind Mm -hmm. okay but isn't isn't corporations still run by human beings that should be making decisions for the best but i don't think everybody of their customers are choosing to consume this stuff yes exactly exactly that's what people don't want to admit no one is taking um responsibility for their consumption of these things you can market whatever you want like you that's the free of freedom of will right we have the same freedom of will to consume these things that are being marketed to us so why are we then um uh, it's like we're trying to police our own yes yes uh, you can't why police people on the front end yeah like you could you you could eat you could eat a whole pizza or you could have some avocado and what exactly. insert healthy food it's hard being you you can, we're you using can. our own right guide but guidance our own discretion to but make the point these is hey let if... him finish his thought <laughs> i i finished <laughs> okay please continue <laughs> the point is is that if it was to be pushed takes, on them it takes over it's still going to be based on the person who views it if that person still believes that raping a woman is right Mm-hmm. He no longer can say it was because of what he saw on the internet. Right, but they but but we I'm use they, that they, tactic all the time. I'm sorry? People use that tactic all the time. That's fine if they want to use the tactic. No, but my it's point not. being is they're like, blaming what's, the what culture. They're, they're blaming the industry instead of the culture. It's not, but this itself. is what I'm saying. I'm not talking about the, the industry to blame. This. It was right, that's what that Ted I Bundy saw. said. It's, Ted Bundy said he watched it's, violent it's pornography. It's this culture that I'm just in that makes this seem as it's normal. It's like, no, you're a fucking narcissist. You're a fucking psychopath. And you're a literal psychopath. Like, that's why you're raping and killing women. It's not the media, it's not the people you're around, it's your mental capacity. But at what point do these industries have to have some sort of social exactly. responsibility? Sure. That's what it comes down to. Thank so you. it's like these people are run by human, these things you. are run by human beings. Sure. At some point, they have to have a they, social responsibility now, can, for the work that they have. And, and you know what? Thank you. Thank you. I'm not asking them to change the content of their videos. I'm asking them to just literally say, "You know what? Do you know what many porn stars and porn-related people do? They go to college campuses and give speeches on consent." Like, Nina mm-hmm. Hartley goes on college campuses and talks about consent. That's uh, what the actress is doing. I'm talking about the executives. That's fine. They, they, they when they fund the AVN Awards, I be, I'd have to look this up because I don't want to speak completely out, out of my ass. And by all means, the porn but industry is, a, is honestly an act, they, is actually very they socially donate responsible. donate money to places. They actually do a good yeah, job. They they, like, on their Twitter accounts and online, they, they talk are. about that stuff. That's as much as I believe needs to be done. I don't think they should ever have to fucking stamp something on a video. Hmm. If you're watching porn, it's on you to understand that as long as you're on a legal website of shit that's been filmed professionally or amateurly under certain guidelines of consent, that you're watching consensual footage. 
no matter how grotesque you think it is or how it, how intense it is, because there's some crazy shit out there mm-hmm. that I'm not into, you guys aren't into, but... No, no king shaming. You never know. Hey, all I'm saying is, all I'm, who knows? Who knows? Fuzzies. All I'm saying, all I'm saying He's is, just assuming which it's is kind of on. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. on them. It's on the How individual. Like. It's on the individual to understand what's happening there, and on them and on society to reflect upon that and reflect upon themselves. There's so. Despite how ridiculous our culture is right now with social media and interaction and so much fucking shit, like billions of fucking things flying around your face at all times that you could interact with, we're so, so little involved in introspection. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem. Nobody has the cap... I'm not... Again, I'm assuming, but many people do not have the capability to just sit back and reflect upon what they're consuming. Mm-hmm. Whether that's food, whether that's content, whether that's whatever. Because it's all about instant gratification. Yes. You think about dopamine, it for that. Dopamine, dopamine, Right. You think all about day. it for that split second, and then it's a week later, and you forgot you even fucking did it. So it doesn't right. even it's not, register. It's not even just instant right. gratification. It's even just being distracted. You have so many things going on in your lives. Like right. Commentary on American and Western culture versus some of the Eastern cultures is that we're always in a fucking hurry. It's because we have a million things in our mind and a million things that we want to do. Mm-hmm. It's because we have it available to us. For us, time is a waste to just enjoy it, which is, you know, whatever. Everyone has their own philosophies. No, but no. a lot of the times in America, it's like, well, you can fit in this, 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 this in a 12-hour workday. Like, why not? Right. So, like, we kind of, yeah. we, we already lost like eight parents. hours of our lives every day to yeah. work. And, you know, and that's fine. That's how that's been structured. So then when we get home, we've got the six hours left after our eight-hour shift to do stuff. Mm-hmm. We have a million things we want to do. Right. So a lot of people don't have the time. It's not even just the capability because capability <laughs> just takes practice in order to do so. But I think maybe we should yeah, like, table this. I think we we definitely uh, touched on some good points with the pornography culture. This is a good topic in general, I think. So maybe we can carry this on to like a different perspective of this same topic. Um, can we examine like briefly? I know Samir, I think you'd be a good person to Rafiki. talk about this. <laughs> we said it would slip eventually. I know, but I'm still going to yell at Rafiki. Um... <laughs> Re- religious belief systems. So, I know... Oh, oh no! He came in hot. Within this, it's like, even the creation of man, right? As far as, like, Christianity is concerned. Go, women were created from the rib of man. Oh! Even by stating that. I've had, um... There's been men, uh... I don't know, even, like, religious people throughout my lives that have kind of created this dynamic where men first... Women are submissive within this, Way down within this system, right? They were made for the purpose of man. They were made literally from man. And with that, we could even argue that they're made for the gratification of man. Man was lonely. Literally man was roaming around man earth. Man can suck literally this. this. <laughs> man was roaming around earth, you know, and then God said, all right, he's lonely. Let's make a woman so he can use her to fill this void of whatever... Uh, you know, played into for, his you know? satisfaction. So, um, from from anyone's perspectives, yeah. is does religious belief systems play into play into how men see themselves as as this dominant figure and can kind of like I don't know, prey on what women have to offer? I guess would it be like some type of 
Some will let y'all go off if you want. Yeah, I yeah. got something to wrap up. No, I know you have a caveat. Women are objects. I, I know. <laughs> fuck off. I know, I know what you're going to say, and I'm not going to attack that because I agree with what you're going to address. I don't think you are, but you can go ahead no, and say whatever you want to say. When we were talking about like the uh, whole, like, well, I'm just going to say it, the <laughs> orgasm thing. No, not oh, that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, whatever. Let's, so, let's talk about it. I'm lost right now. No, we're not Well, talking no, that's, about a, that's a tangent. That's, we're not talking about that. Yes, there is an impact of religion. So you want to know, you wanna know my two cents? Don't believe any fucking shit that's from 2,000 plus years ago. Because it's fucking garbage. Now, now I understand that some... Can we pertain to this topic now? <laughs> He's going to bring it back. Yeah. Now, I understand some people believe that shit. So if your faith guides you in some direction... Go ahead. Go I'm not going to fucking follow oh. your shit because you're stupid, just like the rest of them. But here's the thing. Some religions don't inherently place women underneath men. Hmm. It's mainly the Abrahamic religions. But in some context, despite popular belief, Islam is not as misogynistic as you think. Christianity and Judaism definitely are. 100%. Islam... Is not necessarily. Well, Judaism is an interesting caveat, but keep going. Yeah, they do too. They they do, but I I'm just trying to set yeah, no, this up conversationally. Yeah, so, <laughs> so with that said, I'm an agnostic atheist. I think it's all fucking stupid. I've been on two mission trips as an Episcopalian, and it was very hard for me to tell children that God loves them when they didn't have any modern amenities, when they didn't have access to anything to like. Half the, half of them didn't have clean water. Um, the people I met in Steubenville, Ohio, some of them had clean water. Some of them had air conditioning. Some of them had access to schooling. Other people, they're just going to become statistics. And what? Mm -hmm. Jesus loves you. Okay, so when you die and then you float into nothingness in the cosmos, that's supposed to help you? <laughs> it is what it is. Do but, you think that it's... Um... <laughs> The whole Jesus love you th loves you thing and just having a religion that, or just something you believe in in general is just like a glimmer of hope for people. So back. that's what kind of, right. It's it a fallback. It's hope. That, it keeps them yes. hanging on that faith from fucking aspect, killing themselves. That faith basically. aspect is good. I think faith is inherently, well, not inherently good. Faith can be inherently good. It's not inherently good on its own, but it can be. But the bigger picture for me is how religion controls society. Faith can be great on its own. To me, religion inherently is bad. Religion is what dictates rules and dictates uh, entire cultures and groups of people. And when we get to gr the group level of people, we get to the tribal level of people, and that's when we're the ugliest. And when you have entire groups that find their identity based on what they have and what others don't, another example of othering, that's when you run into ugliness and shit. If people want to really understand what othering is, I know it's a basic and almost edgy concept at this time, but watch the, the, the scene in Space Odyssey when the apes are killing each other because from an evolutionary standpoint, they are our cousins or our precursors and they're using a stick to kill each other. And that's what we do because... No matter what that stick is, whether it's physical, metaphysical, verbal, emotional, whatever your idealistic version of that stick is, you're going to use it to beat down someone else. And if your religion tells you that you're you're more important as a man than a woman, regardless of what it is, mm. or that you're primary and she is secondary, that's inherently a problem. In yeah, could I interject? So I think as a religious person myself, I think... Um, like the Bible, for example, there's scriptures 
that state things. And I think it's not so much what the scripture, scriptures themselves are stating. It is how people interpret these things and manipulate these things it is true. to benefit whatever, you know, uh, preconceived beliefs they have or motives that they may mm. may have to, like, they kind of weaponize religion in a way. That's that's yes. my biggest no, thing that's with religion. A very good it's point. more yes. so, like, I think religion, in, in, like you said, uh, I think you said religion is innately bad. bad in my opinion. In your opinion. Yeah. And I, I would argue against that because I think, um, well, I believe that, you know, like the, the f- religious figure like Jesus. Um, I like Christ. He, I don't say that. <laughs> just like the way he said that. He combats, like he combats like everything that. Jesus was a Jew. Jesus was a Capricorn. <laughs> Woo! Cap season! <laughs> oh! Let's go. That's anyway. What, that's why he likes Christ. But like. <laughs> Cap season, baby. I think he I would argue that he did a great job, or he Jedi? served as a what, what is whatever the summer solstice is. Uh, that's what I argue. Well, no, we're talking summer versus. All right, everyone, shut the fuck up. Continue, shut continue. up. Different hemispheres. Anyway, <laughs> he served as a good like example of yes. kind of violate, not yes. violating, uh, going oh. against. Yes, violating. Violating even yes. the norms of yes. the societal um the the societal norms yes. of that time. Like he he, was an he made himself he put himself at the level of uncleanliness in the unclean people he interacted with the unclean people the people that the rest of society wouldn't interact yes. with because of their beliefs because of yes. their notions that they held as commonplace and we're not supposed to talk to these da, 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 da. there was laws in place at the time where this is a bit of a tangent but we're rolling no, with no, it there's the laws that the there was laws in, at the time where like women um that stepped outside of the "Quote unquote," um, I don't know. Expectations that they were supposed to conduct themselves in uh, women that slept way? with multiple men or yep. something like that, or women, women that are raped, they have to be sold to the person that raped them. Wow! How wild is what that? What a right? great idea! Men, Old women, Testament. Women that cheated on their husbands wow. were supposed to be cast out in the street and stoned by society <laughs> ah, good as idea. a punishment. It's her you know, fault. You know, Jesus Jesus yeah. interacted with that that woman. He came in and said Mary Magdalene. Ye without the uh without blame yes. cast the first stone. So it's like yep. you 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 cast uh Chastising women. I wish I had one. For sinning, I wish I had one. For sinning in different ways that you commit sin in. I mean, sin is sin in the realm of religion. I know, like Christianity views sin as sin is equal. Other religions view sin as kind of like a ranked system that there's some sins worse than others. Either or, um, I just think from just combating that point, the little side tangent that we were going on. I don't think religion innately is bad i think how people interpret religion and weaponize it man can become can i say man one is thing? definitely can i flaw. say one thing yes really quick? of course from my perspective religion was created by man so therefore okay. it is inherently bad and i'm not saying it's all bad inherently bad in my opinion could be plus one bad or mm-hmm. negative one bad mm-hmm. that's what i think i think it's 50 plus one percent bad at least if i want to go real deep and attack little nitpick things i could go deeper than that but i'll just say for the sake of argument 50 plus 1% bad because potentially at least it's created by man there is no direct word of God other than your subjective experience at a cosmic level and at a human level on the planet so 
your experience directly, subjectively, is the only thing that you can view as God's, God's eye or God's impact on you. Nothing, nothing that has ever been written in a religious context has ever been a direct source of God's love or God's view or God's. So I would come work. at that by saying there's specific scriptures that state like, this was God breathed. Now whether you have the belief that or belief in that that right. that was truth. In that moment, that prophet um, literally was, if you want to say, consumed by the Holy Spirit or kind of just that Holy Spirit took lead and used that human being as a vessel to to um, kind of like state whatever God intended for that person to state. Mm -hmm. That is completely up to you. But faith is belief sure. and belief in that would say that that is God's direct influence sure. in creating, like guiding that person's hand to write exactly what they wrote. I think we're getting a little off track. Of course, I think we're we can really name. So I think we can have a religious debate. He's, yeah. he's going to tie it up. So yeah, I'm not going to tie, gonna it, tie yeah, it up yeah. with my thing yet. I want to tie it up with something that relates to this topic. Okay. So you were bringing up the religious okay. men in your life and the religious leaders in your life, right? So I want to know just because uh, there are some. It's a, it's a, it's it's available in all religions. So, like, what are your experiences with the religious leaders? Because I've seen it uh, using scripture to encourage the dominance of man over woman. Like, if, has there ever been like, you guys have ever like had like sermons where it's like, oh, and woman was designed to you know please man and blah 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 and all this stuff. Like, what are your experiences with that? So this is like, it's really touchy. Like, I was we we it was an interesting discussion in class recently where I said how um, college was kind of kind of like this eye-opening experience for me. I was raised really religiously and with that comes kind of like this sub innate submissiveness to um, our religious guide guiders or like, like for example, my grandpa is a, a minister and he's responsible for like a lot of my beliefs that have been instilled upon me and whatnot. And um He's he was he went to a college where, whatever they were raised in this Old Testament type of thinking and, with we could go like you said it's a it's side a tangent point. but um, Old Testament versus New Testament type of thinkers um. There's a lot to go into but basically. We, he brings up points where like the woman is not supposed to. In his in his eyes, the women women are not able to be ministers in current day society. But is it in his eyes or is it in the religious it, eyes? Through his interpretation of scripture, he believes okay. that women do not have certain roles within sure. religion. Okay. And I that's a fundamental issue for me. Is that not a subsect of certain Christian religions, though? Oh, yes, yes, I would definitely 100%. agree. So I would definitely like agree. It's from right, the right. of so it's his, his, it's but how we have to understand that it's not only one man's interpretation, but an entire portion, or in my absolutely, opinion, a cult of Christianity. Absolutely, cult. absolutely. Yeah. And it's so like, and I think it's it's definitely a dangerous, slippery slope. Like, I can see how religion can be bad, because yeah, if someone's interpretation of something is then spread to a whole entire yes. body of people, yes. I think that's so dangerous, because these people could be blind to, you know... Um, <laughs> whatever and they're seeking guidance and that person they they view him as a safe and influ 
influential figure, right. and they're going to adapt those beliefs and then perpetuate that out right. furtherly. So I think definitely I can see that angle. And like I was saying, um, it's just like a, a fundamental difference. I think it's through education, through learning, through a lot of... Like, example, this class itself, Generic Communication, where it's teaching me all these fundamental um, things of how things are interconnected and, like, intersexuality, intersectionality. It kind of worked, though. It does, does yeah. work. It's, <laughs> but uh, intersectionality of all these different top, like, things and issues kind of connecting together, mm-hmm. uh, they can all form your opinion on something, and that opinion can then lead you to... X, Y, and Z. I think it's definitely uh, dangerous. I think the last thing within rape culture I kind of want to talk about, we can combine both of them because we mentioned them earlier. Sports sports culture, this will get Josh involved we a little let, bit. We should let Samer address the oh, religion sorry. angle. Rafiki. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Rafiki. shit. See? Rafiki, tie the, the religion Yeah, yeah. Thing so, up. like, it's just, it's interesting. So, when we talk about religion. Sorry. Um, it was me. It's her. No, it, that was me. And it'll kind of, it'll kind of tie in like things I that I was being protectionist. Sorry. <laughs> you don't need to protect me, bitch. Um, but it'll wait, it'll, wait, once more for the for the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it'll tie in a lot of things that you guys have already touched on. Um, what it comes down to a lot of the times, like my personal experiences with religion, you know, I disagree with a lot of the things that. Uh, so like, you know, I'm a Muslim and I disagree with a lot of the ways that people conduct themselves as Muslims to try to justify, uh, what they do against women. And it's like, it's interesting. Cause it's like, you know, we talked about how like when Christ came down, he interacted and with people in a way like to try to, um, to try to interact with people that were like outcasted in a way or like yep. to try to no, break societal norms in a way. That's exactly right. So outcasts. it's like, you know, when, when Muhammad came down, he was like a common thing that was happening was because in Arab culture and culture everywhere really it was always sought after to have a son and not a daughter and mm-hmm. like a common thing was like how crazy is that right you know, yeah right fucking it's like stupid daughter like, sorry to interject it's, real yeah. quick it's like I mean that's across China a lot everywhere the firstborn everyone wants the son to be the first it's not just the firstborn it's all they want yeah it's what they want is what I'm saying it's like it's all they want we're gonna dominate society with our boys so like where I'm getting at with this is that like so it was common practice to bury the daughters alive when Muhammad came, he said, fuck quick. that. Are you guys not being logical here? This is why, again, Christ and Ma- Christ and Muhammad are great figures, and mm-hmm. they are fucking warped by the dipshit ideologues yes. that ruin everything. Yes. Again, it's so when you have to come as, quote-unquote, me as a believer, you know, I have to take that the scripture is the word of God, yeah. uh, and that, in my opinion, that any flaws within religion, or at least the flaws Man. of the practicing religion, Man-made. is man creating it so we I think that's where we all overlap even mm-hmm. yeah. even if my belief is that it's all man-made we overlap that the man the mankind portion and again look at that even and the phraseology I, of mankind so like even, of course sorry yeah. to really interject i'm not trying to convert anyone never mind Continue. no no, you, <laughs> no but see like so like here's here's my point with with all of that so like even when we were talking about scripture you know Chad brought it up earlier when he's like, some people will look into the scripture to justify their actions. And right. I thought that was, there was actually a quote by, you know, whether or not you want to disagree with them uh, or agree with them. Maybe not even look into scripture, but use scripture, something that is like so widely um, known or widely supported by religious sectors to reinforce. It's kind of like a paper, right? Where we find scholarly sources to support. They don't necessarily, we don't look to scholarly sources. We instead 
use these to even give us some type of credibility to support whatever bullshit uh, ideologies that we already hold. Yes, and while that's right, where I was getting at with the looking into scripture yeah. was because, so it's like, so for example, there's this guy named Reza Aslan, uh, you know, he's a religious scholar who studied all the religions. He once said, I think, you know, on some new show. What's up? Show out. I mean, more or less. You know, he's, like some, yeah, sometimes he's alright. But uh, he did say one quote that really, you know, kind of stuck with me. It's like, and I'm paraphrasing here. Popping bottles. Wow, John. <laughs> um, so, you see the clipping on this one. But, uh, that a man or somebody would look into the, the scripture, alright, when they're reading the book, if that person in their heart has hate in their heart, that they're going to justify their hate with the scripture. And if they have love in their heart, they can justify love with the scripture. So, I mean, that's, I'm on the side of that, you know, I'll look to love and I'll look at a lot of the things that are in Islam that will justify a lot of the peaceful things. And even in them with Islam, it's actually, there's so many powers that are given to women. Yes, are there some things, yeah, are there some things that are, you know, patriarchal? Sure, and you can argue that, but there are always things that can be interpreted differently. I'm sorry? Would you go as far as saying instead of patriarchal, patriarchal, it's matriarchal? Nothing is matriarchal in Islam, as far as I'm concerned. More or less everything is equalized. And that I don't know. No, no, no. I'm so, more or less you. everything is equalized. Uh, the only thing I can think of the Abrahamic religions that's, uh, that's matriarchal is the concept of, in Judaism, this is where I was bringing up, John, about Judaism not being entirely patriarchal, is that the child follows the mother, not the father. So, you know, it, that makes a lot of sense to me. But honestly, that's almost, and maybe this is just my personal view, but that is like deeper seated issues as the woman is the caregiver, the woman is the bearer of the child, like the man should have no Gender part roles, of that. Yeah. Right. It's it's I look at it basically. as you yes. can but I look at it as in Judaism yes. when they say that the mother follows right. or the child right. follows the mother, I look at it as we can prove the especially back True. in the, that day. Yeah. We can prove the mother carried this child. You okay. can't prove that this father is the one who conceived with this woman. True. Yeah. True. So, it was more of a like a categorical like Yeah. Like, that's how I look at it is, and I think that's actually really great, and I can't believe that it didn't kind of pass along that way. But anyways, so when we talk about, you know, uh, scriptures, what's really interesting to me, and this may start fights, but we're going to try not to, uh, you know, the Torah and the Bible were written hundreds of years after the death of their respective prophets. You know, the Quran, as Muslims, we have to believe that the, 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 the book was written while Muhammad was alive. It was written as... God passed him the messages like it was done in real time more or less. So, you know, for Islam, I think what's the most difficult thing for it is, is that it's still in Arabic. We still speak Arabic today mm-hmm. in parts of the world. So we can still somewhat translate it, but they're still lost in translations. Yeah. And it's really interesting yeah. because it's like no matter who you are, if you convert to Islam or you're born into Islam, uh, you have to read it and understand it in Arabic. Yes, you can try in lang- in translations, but it doesn't justify it. And it's not going to make as much sense. Exactly. So, like, that's what's interesting about the Bible is that, like, even its original transcription, even though it was hundreds of years after the death of Christ, sure. it was written in Latin. Mm-hmm. And then we had to translate it to the King James all, Bible in English, already, mm-hmm. which was already skewed from, from Aramaic. So it's a yeah. fucking... Yeah, and it was already yes. skewed in the King James Bible because... Yes. King James, as we all know, wanted to change the story so that way it worked out for yes. his now yes. lifestyle. I, now I will say, I grew up in the religion of that, the Episcopalian faith. Okay. And I will say one little thing: they're one of the most progressive churches out there. Oh, and so, by all means, religion can I'm not be progressive. Pretend, and I'm not going to pretend that it's still good because it's not, in my opinion. But where I'm getting but, at all this with the translation and the written stuff is just that when we look at it, but when we look at it, is it's just a matter of. Um, when we try to justify man's 
superiority over women, mm-hmm. like, a lot of it can be just lost in translation because of that. And then all of a sudden people are realizing that, like, oh, you know, Eve was taken from the river of Adam and blah, blah, blah. And right. That yeah. Adam is still superior. I personally look at it as Eve was created to be a companion for Adam because motherfuckers are going to be lonely. Like, yeah. and God, and, or, no, or, come on, or you and God to... knew that as animals that he had to create a way for them so to they reproduce. Can reproduce right. Exactly. So it's like, God being the omniscient one that he is, was like, well, I gotta find, like, Adam can't just reproduce on his own if I made male we and could. female for all the animals you on the You guys want to really go in deep paradise. into Genesis? Because we probably should. No, we should not. We're gonna table this. It's done. I could no. talk about Genesis all day long. We're gonna transition Fair. into sports, sports culture and music. Ooh. So, we've got some... Some oh, pretty recent topics. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Kareem Hunt. Cardi B and Offset. I like that one too. That's yeah, good. that's a different... <laughs> not sure you're going to tie that though. in. I'm interested to see how you would do that. Thank you. Like, still a male but dominant. But now we're going more on the question. violence route rather than let's, the sexual let's route. Let's look at violence. Yes. Let's look still at... It's a male dominance Let's it look at... I mean, it wasn't sexually charged. Let's look at... Yeah, let's look at violence. No, it was a violent charge. Alright, everyone shut up. Psychosexual charge? We're peeking out. We're peeking out. Alright. Kareem Hunt, Kansas City Chiefs, the conglomerate that is the NFL. Um, what what do we think about how there is direct evidence linking an, a figure like Kareem Hunt to uh, domestic violence? Or I think I read into it a bit. It's not so much domestic violence. It was violence against a woman that have occurred at a hotel um in general what do we think about these large corporations protecting their best interest at Mm -hmm. the fault yeah of like allowing pretending they care about women pretending pretending at and it's it's interesting right so it's like they whenever the fires to their foot they will then become outspoken yes. about violence. In, in certain circumstances. So I tried to raise several caveats to the mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt thing on Twitter, and someone tried to block me hmm. because I said I was surprised that he was cut. Hmm. I absolutely agree with you. I, I, now, I'm not pretending what I'm he not did was surprised. not pretending what he did was good. Explain about expand but, about that. But just based but on precedent. Based on precedent and based on what I saw. I didn't think he was going to get cut. There's video and, footage. I, again, I'm not arguing that what he did was good, but what he did was tame compared to what other people have done. Ray Rice? Dude. And not to mention Greg <laughs> Hardy. His Greg Hardy's elevator. The, Greg Hardy, there's fucking a thousand pictures of his girlfriend covered in bruises, and she told them time and time again, this guy has put fucking AKs to my neck saying he's gonna kill me and my family all this shit and can we also go off of how Bad Mike Vick crazy it is that like, he still has a job just comparison Mike Vick he's you know he did a terrible terrible thing with right. animals right but well, no offense but yes. fuck those dogs let's right. pay more attention exactly. to these women exactly. who are being bad violence against animals is fucked up but but they're you know not what? getting exactly. Mike Vick is fucking shunned from the NFL for yeah. life because of dogs but well, he's, well, no, he's, he's, he's better though. he's better he, they, they made it right 
So they well, won back in. Well, at first he was shunned for life, and then he ended up getting back on the team. But the thing is, is that people all still these hate people him. who yeah, yeah, yeah. these Pe- these players who abuse women, people hear right. Mike Vick, they're like, oh, he's it's, the worst, yes, he's yes. the worst. It's but they're the not public. talking about yeah, you know all of it's these the Ray Rice who no, you're right. Beat the ever living shit you know, out of his you know, and you, you know, know who his significant the, other. Do you know who the people are that get most upset about Mike Vick? White people. White feminists. Yep. Always remember that white that's people what it, care more about their dogs than they care about human beings. That's that's <laughs> really, <laughs> exactly. No, it's true. It's and really, you know what's what's ironic is I quote I quote but Mark Twain the, all the time. The, the and bigger say, picture yeah. that I was trying no, to. No, you're right. It's, no, you're it's right. the bigger picture that we need to focus on and realize how fucking crazy it is that mm-hmm. we are valuing the lives of dogs over the lives of a human being. Right. Sure. And, and I, I'm not. Pre- yeah, we're not. And pretending I'm, and I'm not trying to right. minimalize how right. important dogs, dogs are. No, but like that doesn't even need to be fucking said. It's implied, and it's sad that it it isn't just implied that women are also. Just as important as dogs. I mean, no more. offense, but I'm more important than a fucking dog, exactly. and I love dogs. So, exactly. So to play the exactly. devil's advocate in a way, can we say that you know the past is the past, and that with the current situation with what happened with Cream Hunt, you think this is a? No, we cannot say. Nope, you're a woman beater, and that's the end of it. Bye. No, 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 no. no, no. Now, I'm not yes, talking I, about that. Now I agree. About that. Right. What I'm saying is that do you think? With no, your I surprise say, right. of them cutting Cream Hunt, do you right. think it's because of the backlash of what happened last uh, time yes. with Ray Rice? Yes. You think that they're moving forward with trying, trying to make up for it. It is a political makeup Who? for yes. what they've done. The NFL. the NFL. NFL. It is a political but, makeup for but their the, uh, But the thing is, the NFL didn't ban him. The Chiefs no, cut him. No, they cut him. him. Right. The Chiefs didn't, as, a, as, a, as right. an individual entity, exactly. it wasn't a nationwide, it wasn't, I'm sorry, it wasn't a league-wide ban. Okay. They're doing... has the NFL banned him yet? No. 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 Okay, so then but the NFL Ty- is fucking up and the Chiefs Tyree Kill Tyreek Hill proper. has way worse causes. Tyreek Hill has way worse fucking charges Prince, against him. Uh, I don't know. As far as I know. But, but hold on, Josh has got something. But Josh has got something. The NFL has not banned him. He is on the commissioner's exempt Com- list, yes. meaning he cannot practice or play with his team, but he's still, but getting, he's still paid. getting paid. Then fuck that dude. Oh, yeah. That's how it works, So it's for public. It's such Now... What about women athletes? Now, okay, can, uh, can I say can, can I say can I say something? <laughs> can I say something to, when you said "fuck that dude" really quick? Yeah. No, just kidding. I yeah. can't. Okay, so I know every white feminist and intersectional feminists think that he should be say "fuck that guy" forever, but I've seen time and time again reports that she called him the N word mm-hmm. multiple times. I saw that too. Now, in my mind. If I was a black man, well, this is me, mm-hmm. and I've never been a black man, so I can't. Why don't we ask a black wait, 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 man? I'm just, no, I'm just saying for me, for me. Yeah, of course, the white guy's got to talk first because that's of how it works. But, <laughs> but, but if it was me and some woman called me the n-word, I probably would have done worse. We're gonna say something but here. It's, it's not because she was a woman. Her out and said, "Shut the fuck up." Slut. It's not because. Okay, well, see, that's where you fucked up. No, 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 I'm not slut shaming. You said no, no, it's not slut shaming. Do we need to? Do we need to go into an etymological conversation? Because you did because because I use I use slut bitch cunt. Asshole, dick, <laughs> douche. I use all those phrases for multiple sexes and genders, no matter who they are. I call dudes sluts all the no, time. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I call, totally agree. I call every. Like, if, if a guy, if some man cuts me off in traffic, I'm like, you fucking slut. Okay, off topic. <laughs> yeah. Off topic. No, no, so it's not. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, I, maybe I wouldn't say slut. I'd probably say cunt because that's a little bit more fitting. But. <laughs> 
All mean, I'm saying. Correct. Yeah, exactly. So in my mind, but my point being is that you're saying this as that you would do it because it's a white person. What? Why? To, to this is this you. is my this is my problem, and I reflected this on Twitter. My problem with the Kareem Hunt situation is if if factually she did call him the N word. In my opinion, and I know this isn't necessarily fact for everybody, but I'm just trying to speak for my own opinion. I think something is game if you say the N word. Yeah. I think a little, a little bit of something is game. And in my opinion, again, this is gonna be unpopular, including with your professor. That <sighs> vicious kick they said happened was about as vicious as a six-year-old kicking me in the shit. So he tripped more than he kicked. Me. Exactly. So now <laughs> I'm not. Now that. I'm not gonna promote. I'm not gonna promote or accept what he did with the shove because he shoved somebody into her as hard as he could. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. You're a pr- you're a pro football player. You're so, gonna bench press somebody into yeah, somebody. Yeah, like to piggyback off yeah. of that. It's like his friends intervened. His yes. friends were also African American. They intervened. They, they still tried, tried to, to stop defuse the yes. situation. That, and see, that's he where was so fucked up. He yeah. was allegedly he was under the influence of whatever. And he must have been. He did not take heed to their um, suggestion of like, oh, let's just. Let's just leave. Let's walk away from the situation. This isn't worth it type of thing. He escalated the situation by pushing them into her, pushing them out of the way, trying to get to this female, and committed the um, offense that he committed against her. Um, Again, I'm not excusing what he did. Of course not. I'm not excusing it. Um, I'm just saying I, I at least understand... You, why what some happened. people understand I mean, it. racial slurs are a whole different ball game right. some people understand that's coming at is that like right. when it, when that comes into play it's a little bit all game and it's not it's and nothing to do with necessarily the gender it just has to do like there's somebody in front of I you think who think it's as a black man at the core of as my a black being. man i do i i this is where I, it's probably an unpopular opinion no i uh, a, i disagree i disagree wholeheartedly with Someone can say something to me, and it's going to provoke me to react physically to what they stated verbally, and my actions are then justified because of what they said verbally. No. Obviously, it's not right. We're not debating if this racial slur that she allegedly used um, was right or not. We're not debating that. We're, We're debating whether his physical reaction to the situation was acceptable. acceptable. And no matter how you slice or dice it, it's not. I was raised in a way where I'm very aware of our um, racial history within this country. I'm, I'm very aware of how people sometimes are raised ignorantly to adapt these beliefs and behaviors towards uh, minorities. And we are raised, as a black man, the way I was raised, I was raised in a way to react to this in a way that would not jeopardize my own well-being, my own freedom, literally freedom, or my own pursuit of happiness, or jeopardize whatever job that I may have. Which, to me, is just inher- inherently fucked up. It's, 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 it's an unadvantage, it's, it's, it's... I it's, think it's a reaction to a privilege that other people try to yes, enact upon me. Because I could say whatever and it's not I want. Fair, to but it's a sacrifice, right. right? It's a sacrifice 
that right. ultimately will benefit me in and, the long run. And that's to me now. This is where the race thing comes into play again. It's a sacrifice that white women don't have to make. Mm. So, therefore, <laughs> again, unpopularly, I am not that mad at what he did. Not saying it's good. All I'm saying is, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. But right. okay. it is what it is. So also, at the yeah. same time, though, like, do you do you think that's the first time anyone's ever called him that? Exactly. Uh, probably point. not. He, he's an, and, probably and, not. And how many times do you think that a man has called him that? Not even. Oh, it doesn't I'm matter sure. what no, race. Yeah, he should have beat their ass too. Right. Exactly, but. Do you, sure. You we don't know if we, he right. beat their ass or not. We have exactly. no idea. Hypothetically, not again, I'm not yeah, yeah, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do it again. Fuck, like, do it. I'm just saying the the reaction that was made, the way the media spun it as this fucking insanely vicious, savage attack, yeah. I believe I mean, was inherently because well, he was black. It? They phrase it that way because he's a black football player. Yeah. If it was a white guy, they would be like domestic abuse scandal. Oh, and he'd probably walk away scot-free. Exactly. He'd be like, I have my press conference, blah, blah, blah. I'm not aware of blah, 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 blah. The coach would come on. I'm not aware so of blah, blah, blah. So do you guys blah, have blah. an example of a white man being in a similar situation? Of, uh, of course. Uh, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. What is it? Zach? No. I don't know. Zach Smith. Now. Zach Smith. Uh, Urban Meyer can go crawl in a hole and But that is also yeah. different. We're talking about a coach. That would be the same as asking if Andy uh, asking Andy Reid a question versus Urban Meyer. Kareem Hunt is a player. Urban Meyer knowingly, as, as far as far as I know, the Chiefs did not know about this. Maybe they did. I'm not going to try to protect well, they, the corporation. they knew about it. An incident, but they didn't know of the footage, right? Apparently I'm not no, trying to apparently argue Apparently nobody knew of the footage. Yes. Um, here's what happened with the Chiefs and Kareem Hunt yeah. and why the Chiefs, honestly, I think they did the right thing overall, like throughout the entire They did make the right move. They, it's they sat down what and they talked to Kareem Hunt about this particular incident back when it originally happened. He straight up lied to their faces, yep. said that yeah, nothing they, happened. Yeah, then you're they, fine. Um, and then the NFL... So they did, let me just interject really quickly. They did their due diligence yes. to investigate upon this claim. But And then people are going to say, like, well, why didn't they ask for the video or anything? Well, the NFL then took it upon themselves to start investigating it. And I heard this on some NFL show. Um, once the NFL picks up the investigation, the team has no control. They can't over touch it. it. They can't so even touch it. That's part yeah, of the okay. reason the Chiefs couldn't do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once they saw the video, they're like, all right, yeah. we're done. Because now like, it's public domain. What I yeah, and you lied to us. Like, we're done with you. What I want to know is what, why is Tyreek Hill on the team? What's his story? Yeah, very they, similar. Uh, actually, very he, similar. Apparently, he, he abused a woman, you, too. Okay, here's here's the other sad part. The lie is so much worse than the crime. Hmm. Yeah, that is true. That is, and, and, and Explain, explain. I don't know. No, that's true. Um, I don't think Tyreek lied about it. No. Um, Kareem Hunt told him nothing happened. Okay, so, so Tyreek, Tyreek, Tyreek got fired because he lied, not because yeah, he did. Basically. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so, uh, that's, that's interesting it's, because, it's, like, even... That's then that's we're dicing, slicing and dicing. Up, right? If you assume a responsibility for the action that you committed and not right. um, punishing the, is that, the action itself. Well, and here's I another, here's another hot take. Evenly if throughout tomorrow the whole tomorrow there was video of Tyree Kill, yeah, he'd, bet you he'd be he'd gone. Be so <laughs> I think it's because when we come down to it, it's that uh, people want it, people need to see it now. Can I? It, it has to be some sort of conviction. You have to be convicted in a way. Well. 
This is what I'm saying. So like when he brought up the video, yes. it's because it wasn't just because just, Green Hunt lied, but it's like in in the eyes of the GM, the owner, whoever else is in charge of the Chiefs, right? When they saw the video, their conviction as judge, jury, and executioner, right? This guy's guilty. Yeah. If if a court of law finds Cream Hunt not guilty, right. that's a different story, and that might uh, cause a revisit to the conversation of getting him back in the NFL or whatever. Mm -hmm. But at this point in time, whoever makes the executive decision at the Chiefs, he saw it. He's the judge, and he convicted this. He convicted Cream Hunt of being guilty of this crime. Sure. With the other player, I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Mm. If he didn't lie about the story, and they have to only base it off this woman's claim, it kind of has to go through a full investigation, kind of has to go through a full uh, trial in a way, yeah. in order for that team owner, again, to make his conviction. Right. Uh, so I think that's what it'll end up being if we end up, whether or not there is video, if there's no video evidence, well, then it's going to have to go through a full trial of some sorts. If he's guilty, and... That's it. He's on the hook for this. Well, then the Chiefs have to make the same decision as they did right. with Cream Hunt. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I think that is also. It's not just because he lied. I think it's really just because he was able to watch the video and go, "Yep, you did it." In my eyes, you did it. True. I guess. And even if you yeah. didn't, you conducted yourself in a really fucked up way. Yeah. You know, even even if there's any sort of justification for what you did, you did it in a real fucked up way. And as our employee, we can't have that. Okay, um, so I'm reading up on the Tyreek Hill stuff now. I think, I think the reason he's managed to get away, I think it's timing. Uh, it happened when he was in college. Uh, he pled guilty, and then he was sentenced to like three years probation. So he like served his time it was figured throughout out college, and then he entered the draft. Yeah. Okay. And so then the team drafted didn't he, him. Didn't he beat his pregnant girlfriend? So, yeah. yeah. Yikes. Um, Which I mean. No, it's fucked up. No, she wasn't no, pregnant. All I'm, again, all I'm saying is, pregnant girlfriend, pretty fucked up. Calling you the N-word, that's pretty fucked up. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I, guess, I guess... I'm not black, so the, I'm not... I gonna... guess the, the bigger point that I'm trying to make is... How does the NFL treat... Let's, how let, sports seems let's not teams. like look into so specific case-by-case yeah, yeah. case type of situation. I guess the bigger point I'm trying to make is... How these large corporations minimalize yeah. and then, the and abuse then, against women and then profit off of it and profit yeah, yeah. and like protect their right. their profit yep. over the actual abuse that occurs towards yep. women. Like women are still, if we even oh, well, our yeah. whole discussion did, I mean, that just took place, we didn't focus on the victim. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't focus on anything else. We we focus we on we, we focus <laughs> on the players. We could take we could take football to task. Any we don't even know we don't know point. her name. We don't know right. the names of these victims, right. right? No, it's true. It is true. It, it's kind of wild. Kids are cream it, on. I don't care. But anyway, <laughs> I, let me so yeah. let me start off what Chad is bringing up right now, right? So like, for example, let's make this real general first. Corporations when they try to increase profit and don't care about anything else, the first thing that goes out the way is social responsibility. You know what I'm saying, and this oh, can yeah. go for any corporation. We it doesn't have to do with social. It doesn't have to do with sports. This can yeah. be with the entertainment industry, as we've right. seen with film and TV. This can happen in music, which we'll get to. Right. This happens in uh, even just businesses in which that, like, you know, if if a CEO of some tech company, oh, well, actually, yeah, there was. We can talk about uh, what's his name, Andy Rubin. Uh, you know, with his sexual harassment claim against him, and that more or less forced him out of Google. Mm. 
but in the back background of things. The point being is that they are willing to sweep things under the rug in order to keep things to be profitability. Oh, sure. When you have sure. somebody like Kareem Hunt, which I'm assuming is a very talented NFL player, yeah. correct? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. When you have uh, somebody like... Dare I say overrated. Ah, <laughs> that's you. Anybody. That's you. Fine. If I you're love at the that profes- guy as a player. If you're so at the professional you level, you're a useful employee. Okay? When you are in any sports league, right. you are a useful employee. This can happen in and soccer internationally. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to cost the team money. You're going to cost the company money in any way, which form... Not just from pad publicity. Fuck the publicity because they don't care about publicity, yeah, right? Yeah, PR is what but, it's Yeah, what they don't care about that. They care about the fact that, wow, my team is no longer going to win. I no longer can generate money for it, right? So I think they're willing to let things sweep under the rug. And we're talking about domestic abuse oh, and, from, and, and by rape culture now. But, absolutely. I mean, you can apply this to anything. When oh. any sort of fuck shit happens in a company, they're willing to sweep it under the rug for as long as they can. I mean, look at Johnson Johnson. They just said yep. that they had asbestos <laughs> in the baby powder for God knows how many Jesus. decades. Jesus. I read that and I was like, is this fucking, like, <laughs> somebody, is this, like, somebody, fucking click hole or, like... Somebody was like, right. I put this shit on my balls. Scam like scam joke. And I, and just, the onion. Yeah, the onion. What the yeah, fuck, So, dude? the point is, is that they're willing to sweep things under the rug because, at the end of the day, money is what matters right yep. for these people mm-hmm. so what when we talk that? about the motivation of the whether it's the nfl the nba the the yeah. the international soccer leagues anything of that nature the mlb or the nhl it's the point is is that even the ncaa which is even the most oh, sick oh you want right? to go the worst of the worst go there. it's the NCAA. ncaa and the way Holy the schools hide legalized profitize profitable slavery okay no no, no. ignore that concept i'm just talking oh, about the way that right. schools hide shit I mean, oh, we've, no, seen, yeah. we've seen countless cases throughout right. time in which the school always sides with the player oh, yeah. before they side well, with no, the Well, no, they, they side with a winning record. And then they, they side with the winning record and profitability. Plus, if you're D1 versus a D3 school. Yes. I mean, I get it. But point being, again, profitability. It comes down to the money. Yes. It comes down to, you, like, the player we're not about to fuck killer, up our yeah. money for some stupid little thing that I had no control over. That's what a person at the high level thinks of. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah. I money had first. no control money over... Money of course. Yeah, it's a I have shit. no control over this yeah. guy, but I have control over how I'm going to still make money. It's all about cash flow. So when you ask about how can we I'm change this, I think in turn... I think in turn, it comes down to the people who are supporting these leagues, us as consumers in a way, or industries in general, us as consumers in a way, because we're like, well, no, you know, I like, uh, what was, let me give like an entertainment example, like, I like Harvey Weinstein movies, right? Like the Weinstein company is a big company, and he's do, been involved I in a lot. I also do. Yeah, yeah it's I like, know, I it's like really Weinstein movies. Yeah. Does that mean like, oh, it if he did some really fuck shit, yeah. we get rid of him and now we're no longer going to have movies? Yeah, I love Tarantino movies. He's one of my biggest directorial influences. He now, loves the N-word. Oh, yeah, I know, <laughs> he does, but he also uses it within though. context. I mean, it's, I'm not justifying his uses, he but that's a little different. Now, his usage of it in pop fiction But point being, point being, point being, Harvey Weinstein, right? Like, you cannot make it seem like he's the only person involved in this, right? It's not yeah. like you can look at Cream Hunt and be like, he's the whole thing keeping the team together, or he's keeping the NFL together. And that's what we need to start pressuring these corporations and in turn these sports leagues into realizing, yo, there's like 20 people on a the team. They're mm-hmm. still going to win. The Chiefs, aren't the Chiefs like supposed to be really high in their yeah, conference they're, right now? They're one of the best teams in the NFL. A football okay. roster yeah. is what, 52, 53 guys? Exactly. Probably. So like, in my opinion, I'm not saying that Cream Hunt wasn't an important part of the team, but he's not the glue that holds it together. You know what I'm saying? Interval and it's not like you're getting rid of the whole team in right. which you lose everything. They you're did just lose about... to the Chiefs by one. So, so your, the, your the point is, like, one. there has to be some type of 
emphasis on society over some like it's society and the people involved in the industry subculture of the NFL society NFL and the people involved in like industries because again these industries are run by human beings we all as human beings have a societal no, responsibility that's kind of a utopic idea in the current state of times it's, like, it's a utopic idea yeah if we're gonna say it's tomorrow but like if we can get this done within like 5, 10, 20, 30 years we're talking about an entire generation it's again it you know can, maybe it, it might can, be too late can, for no, us I think for the future generation football's gonna die soon anyway because of that regardless of football dude we could probably find the oh, same yeah. thing no, in yeah, the NBA could, we could probably any, find any athlete any, you could any find it in anything and it's not just sports not it's not in the NFL yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a blatant example it's sports wide the NFL is a recent example but like the point being is just like if we start pushing ourselves like I'm not gonna go this way I'm not gonna go this way I'm literally just stating this and do not comment on oh, it go ahead. when we talk about the blue wall of silence with the police officers and about the bad eggs and all that it's the responsibility of the police officers to yes. deal with that person we're not getting in debt. But it's the same thing with these NFL players. When you know that you got a fucktard of a, of a teammate, okay, you need to... That's all I'm saying. When we have a fucktard of a teammate, when you have a fucktard of a co-worker of any sort of way... Triggered! You, you, have, to, you have to address that, okay? Whether you're a superior or an equal. No, I think, and I get it. It's hard. I, think, I get yeah. it's hard. Like maybe if you're if you're a player and you have to try to check. An owner? Probably not. Can but we... the people on the board should be checking the owner. Like, the thing is, is that every human being that's involved in these corporations and these industries have a social responsibility to try to get everyone on the same page of peace. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's what it comes down to. All right. So, I think we've <laughs> exhausted definitely sports. exhausted sports. Quickly, if Kareem Hunt came out and told the Chiefs what he had done before the video what? dropped, do you think he'd still be on the Chiefs? If he didn't lie? Yeah. I think it probably would have increased his chances Wait. by 50%. Because I think... But also this current I, state of climate... I'm still with John that the no. video... It, it's honestly not that... I shouldn't say it's not that bad. It's not... It's bad, but it's... Compared to the rest but of that's what the we, thing, yes. we have to if ignore he, the past and 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 look right, at this right. moment going all? forward. Yes, we cannot I, keep comparing this to, see, to Ray Rice because today too. we realize what happened with Ray Rice. I disagree. Today we realize what happened with Ray Rice and we realize we went the wrong way. I think we learn from our mistakes. Though that's what I'm saying. No, you're not. No, but I'm saying that we can't compare this incident to Ray Rice's. They have to be held equally. Why? Because he clearly was in a situation in which he abused this woman. Okay. 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 Use the wrong word. Assaulted this woman. I think we need to not ignore or no, try to separate. I think we should find similarities between it, they, what caused they almost ran the exact same. Exactly. Route. I think we should ex- examine why history repeated itself. I think we, we should examine how did it happen. I view, yeah. but that's I why we got to get rid of Ray Rice now because we never did it with with no they did with with Ray Rice. That's what I'm saying. Okay. they did get rid of Ray Rice. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was gonna say I personally view, but Cream I still Hunt, think Ray Rice should have had another job. I I believe Ray Rice and Cream Hunt are inherently different. Okay. Can we think, stop talking about these guys? I don't. Oh no, I know they're all they're all shit I'm just saying. But like. I think I think Ray Rice was way fucking worse than Cream Hunt. Yeah. Now I'm not pretending that one of them is good. Okay. Again, he's also married I, to that woman. We were talking in circles at this point. He also I, hit, it, hit her with a. And right now, hook. yeah, we in, a, in I uh, know. We in an infinite loop of etymology. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's dangerous to compare abuse. Abuse is abuse. I don't know. No, it is true. That's what I'm saying. All I'm all that the only point I'm trying to make, and I know I've said it, and it's not that important for for some people. For me, it is, but I'm not black. If she really? said, if she said the, if she said the n word, 
in my opinion. Now, this is coming from a John Brown motherfucker. <laughs> I love that Harper's Ferry shit. I love that Harper's Ferry shit. We all do, John. Fuck the South. All I'm saying is... <laughs> all I'm, fuck the Confederate South, John. Yes, please. Right. All I'm saying is if she said the N-word, the South. <laughs> I would... If, it was, if she said the N-word, I would go... Time travel back in time. Okay. Put on blackface and punch her in the mouth myself. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Tabling this now. And done. 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 Moving on to the next topic. Jesus you want to talk about music? Fuck. Briefly. Okay. We, we've exhausted rape anyway. culture. Again, again, we, I do not agree I don't with think what we've he did. exhausted rape culture. In all seriousness. Chad, what did I tell culture. you? We're in all seriousness, seriousness right. what he did was bad. I don't excuse it. I think it's terrible and I'm glad he's coming. I'm just surprised he was. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But in the long run, the NFL's just got to be better at getting out in front of it. Agreed. A great ending agreed. point. I think, yes. Agreed. I think, um... No, the we're, NFL... we're done here. Okay, you're right. That fair was enough. a great ending yep, point. Fair enough. Let's go. <laughs> briefly, 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 touch on how music perpetuates rape culture. I'm a big fan of hip-hop culture. Yep. Same. Yep. Every song. I'm, I'm talking about. My favorite art. My favorite artist is Drizzy, Drake, Rod, Rogers. <laughs> Aubrey Graham, to be more specific. There we go. That's what I was waiting for. Oh. Um, he talks about. I gotta lose a couple pounds. All right, then he go ahead, guys. <laughs> he talks about. What? This is why you don't walk around. Sexual at advances against women. Um, using women, sexual ob- objectification of women, manipulation of the women. How does music? Um, perpetuate this rape culture? How does music play mm. into the start? role? Where do we start? Oh, man. Now, uh, now, can I say something that's Continuing unpopular? this rape culture you that stopped, people that think is normal. I'm going to say something unpopular again. I believe... Now, I think music is more pervasive and inherently more at blame than porn is, but I believe they're in a similar so. envelope. Okay. I, I believe, agree. I believe that they, I both, they both should not be placed... Both of them should not be placed under the blame entirely because... It is inherently and ultimately on the individual and thus on society, in effect, to dis- decipher what is serious, what's a joke, and what is really being meant at a time. But For don't sure. you think music is a part of society? True. Of but course. so is porn and so is everything else. Of course. So is, okay. So it's literally of course. this. All right. Let's just like talk. Let's just talk. Interject. I would, say, I would say music's a bit more mainstream and people aren't as true. easily consumed. Right? True. True. People but, will talk about the yes, music they're listening more socially to. Acceptable. But discuss. you got to remember. Yes. But you yes. got to remember certain styles of music 30 to 40 years ago, if not 50 years ago, were fucking completely, completely criminalized. Elvis shaking his hips was considered fucking mm-hmm. tragic and awful for the youth of America, especially for women, That's because they because they thought because they thought women would become <laughs> yeah, sexualized. Now Elvis was into teenage girls, so we we'll hold that for now. We're but but that way too. but we're not, all, all I'm saying <laughs> now it was kind of popular at the time, so it is what it, it was. was but it was popular. But, Keep going. It wasn't the only. All one. I'm saying all I'm saying is music. It's a bad rap yet again. It's an easy easy fucking escape, especially for white people to say that these black rappers blah 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 it's the old fox news trick fucking bill o'reilly uh, these black rappers Can we talk about say, bill o'reilly versus ludicrous these black not, rappers talk about say it, that they like they they quote fucking kendrick saying uh fuck the popo want to kill us dead in the street for show well i don't hear a lie in that sentence so i don't understand what the problem is right. uh, this is a problem they're promoting violence against police well no how about they're highlighting violence by the police against individuals and it's exactly the opposite of what you're saying, but Bring you're white and culture. stupid. Anyway, all I'm saying is, 
I think music gets a bad rap, and we can't put all the blame on music. Yes, people are making music yet again, and we can attribute all the problems to people, yes, of course. But it's one of those things, yet again, where people, the listener, the viewer, whatever whatever you are, to the content, whether that's porn, music, fucking art, uh, food, whatever, literally anything you can consume, you can get addicted to and you can get controlled by. Don't let it let don't let yourself get addicted or controlled by it, and it's that easy. If I listen to fucking if I listen to fucking Wu Tang or I listen to fucking Lil Scrappy mm-hmm. or I listen to whatever I want, and they talk about fucking a hoe and they say some shit that's misogynic misogynistic as fuck. Like I love I love Kodak Black, but I know he's a piece of shit. Ew. I know he's a piece of shit. Can we separate the artist from the abuser? Yes, you absolutely can because you stop listening to the artist and then you get over yourself and you listen to someone else. Goodbye. So no, 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 I know. I'm just, no, of course you can, of course you can move on. And I don't listen to Kodak anymore, really. Right. And that's not supporting him. But all I'm saying is we can appreciate the art from somebody even, no matter who they are as a person. Because... We can use the we can use the example of Michael Jackson. I was gonna say Kanye West. Or Kanye West, but I'm gonna say Michael Jackson just because it's unpopular now. Really gonna stay out of Yeah, I love Michael Jackson. I'm gonna do Michael it Jackson's one. Michael Jackson is the king of pop. I don't give a fuck what anybody I'm really says. All I'm saying is the guy probably touched kids. I don't okay. know. I don't okay. know. I don't That's know. Okay, let's there. pretend. Let's say, pretend about rape culture. Let's say, John, get it back to rape culture. Isn't that rape culture though? No. No, kids that's pedophilia. Culture? That's still rape. No, it, it could okay, be rape. John, it is. All right, it's still control and power. Anyway, it's not, it's not reflected in his music. Regardless. It's not reflected in his music. No cross talk. No cross talk. Okay, anyway, regardless. Talk about we're, it. In we're his, talking talk specifically in the context of music. Yes. I could listen to uh, Three Six Mafia all day, and I'm not going to go rape a woman or kill her. See, but I okay, that's or Tyler the Creator. But you have to remember, you're not. Hey, yo, listen to him talk. God damn. I think it's more than just that. It comes down to psychology. Maybe there's just a screw loose a little bit. Like there's different chemical imbalances in every person, and like I just I don't think you know music. They're gonna listen to that and think that's the sole oh, reason that they do, do it. it. Bash like, that woman in the face. Like the, uh, people are just wired differently, so like. So that justifies their actions. Well, it's. Uh, I don't it's, think it, that's him saying it justifies their actions. I think it's, it's just saying just, that's how people react. Yeah. It's to prove that not everyone thinks like John or like the rest of us here. Exactly. The thing so is that right. When you receive music, you think of it differently. You have to remember Definitely. also that the people who are producing the music are human beings too. So when they are saying whatever they say in the songs, they're saying it based on their own reflection and their own perspective of how they view things. Mm-hmm. That makes the person have to have a conversation about how to be a better human being in terms of society. When they are creating the music and they're putting it out for the people, it comes back down again to that the society around the person has to be able to look at the music and understand this is not how life goes. Sure. Right. Like, it's, and yes, again, you know, John will sit there and go like, oh, I can listen to it and I don't get affected by it. It's like, okay, you and it's don't. E- again, it's but there are people out say. there, there are people out there, like even think about when we were kids, man. Okay. We all said some misogynistic things quoting songs, right? When we were kids. One of my favorite lines in rap of all time from one of the greatest albums of all time was bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Right? Facts. Um, <laughs> pause! Pause! No, pause! No pause. Uh, that was a really bad no time no to pause. use that Hold word. On. We're breaking point, up. Point being, stop. Facts. Point being, point being, is that, okay, so when I heard that, I quoted that a lot of the times, but me saying it as part of a commentary 
in terms of just like me making quote unquote jokes and stuff, it wasn't that I had a misogynistic. You're just saying view. shit. Exactly. So especially when I was younger, so mm-hmm. it's like it's me saying misogynistic stuff, but it's not because I have any misogyny in my heart. You're not hard, thinking yeah. about. So it. my point is, is that when I grew older, I realized not everyone thinks and views things like myself. Mm-hmm. So it's at the same time that these artists, they may be saying these misogynistic things because it's a reflection of not just themselves, but of the surroundings that they're in. But they don't view that themselves. But they need to understand that when they're saying these things and using these lines, that is perpetuating the idea to people who aren't realizing, oh, this isn't real life. Yeah, it's going to resonate. I think we need sure. to further examine how, you know... They have grown up in a similar society in which we grew up where these things were taught to them. Like, just because they're artists, just because they're our um, quote-unquote idols or people that we look up to, they've grown up in similar societies where they've been taught similar things that to them are truths, you know what I mean? I mean, it's a snowball effect. It's definitely a snowball effect, and like... I don't know. I think if we kept that in perspective, music would be personal expressions of whatever they believe as truth. And we won't, in in return, um, receive that as truth, but we would like process that as whatever they decided to project it as. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, it comes down to like with music... Um, you can, you know, like John was saying before, that you can't blame music or the music industry the way that we blame porn, because again, you can't blame porn or the porn industry. So, like, it comes down to, again, the social responsibilities that, you know, a lot of the times when I see these situations of anybody getting caught in some sort of scandal of them being, I don't know if scandal is even the right word because it might downplay the, or minimize the thing, but, like, anybody who gets caught up in any sort of rape or abuse or sexual assault or domestic violence, it's just like, who raised you? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's, it's like, more on the individual. Yeah, so it's like, right. it's it just comes down to, it's like, man, was your mom trash? But was like, your dad trash? That they, that they, dad's probably trash. But no, but it could be the mom too because there's a lot of internalized misogyny, be, misogyny with a lot of these women who are going trash. on and they're continuing yeah. the trends yeah. that have been set forth by the quote-unquote patriarchy beforehand. Mm-hmm. So my point being is it's like, you know, we can't keep blaming music. We can't keep blaming movies or TV or anything of that nature. Right. It's, I mean, it's where was your parents? Nature. Like, right. why are they not raising you to understand nature. that a woman is to be respected? Human and, nature... Um, sorry to interject. Yeah, no, go ahead. Human nature implies that it's some type of natural biological yeah. or it natural it could be. occurrence. It could be. And I disagree with that. No, I think it's definitely There's a, studies. I think it's a social influence. Yes. There is a social that, influence. That portrays this to be the norm. And because it's the norm, people want to adhere to the norm so that they're not... They don't stick out. That they don't stick out. That yes. they're not... Um, you know, cast away from the rest of everyone. And we've learned that throughout this course, we've learned that there are certain repercussions um, to people that go against what is the norm. When people stick stick out from what everyone else is doing, Mm -hmm. people then criticize or chastise that person for not... Um, adhering to the status quo. You know what I mean? So we'll get to, like, we get to toxic masculinity. For sure. So I just want to wrap this up with something yeah. like with John saying, or, with the, or even just in general when we were talking about biology versus, you know, social impact on how somebody Nature is raised. Yeah. So like, 
You know, when you bring up, it's like, oh, it can be biological. No, no, no. Here's what's biological. It can be biological. I got horny because I saw somebody that attracted me and I got turned on. Yes, but, but, but I just showed... I have the self-will and because yes. of the way that I was yes. raised, now, it tells you me... you do. You do. People should. And this People is what I'm should, saying. but should is not a fact. But this is what I'm saying. Should like, is an opinion. What I'm saying, John, is that it's not necessarily like we can say, oh, it's biological for someone to read, react this way. Read it's this not biological. Just... It's still sociological because this person sociologically yes. thought, sociologically, I can still go and act sociologically on Sociologically is the most important, but biologically could be feeding into sociological. How? Read the article I'm just pulling up for him right now. This is like longitudinal studies of human beings right here that I just read the other day about how... Can you paraphrase because we don't have time I'll, to okay. read. Yeah, so I, get, I would argue against... Like, I've not read the whole thing, as you saw. Um, there's a study that showed how people react to certain things, just in a very That minority impact. study is a little fucked up. But it's my, little, my uh, yeah. counter to that would be... Yeah. They are studying people that have already been yes, influenced. Exactly. And so there is that big societal aspect, which I think is the most important. But I think there's a biological side that we don't we don't tap into because it's a loaded thing. It's it taps into evolution. There's people that don't believe in that. There's people that think that the usage of talking about how we're apes is an inherently racist commentary. I never say that we're like when I say things online or in person about how we're tribal apes staring blankly at death. I am not saying that as a racist thing. Like we black, are black fucking, people are tribal no, apes. We are fucking apes staring blankly at death. So we encompasses everybody. Yes, it never surprises me when something crazy happens at a grand scale and even at a, an insanely small scale. It does upset me because it's against my morals. But I'm never that surprised when something insane happens, including a shooting or rape or murder or whatever. Like. We're tribal apes. We, we do what we want. And, and then when you go beyond that, like, whatever your identity is or whatever you view as the other or whatever that other is compared to your identity, that is inherently going to basically, I don't know if it's going to be valued upon high or at least it's going to serve as an impetus towards your actions. And if you're a person that has some some sort of psychopathy or so. Or, or sociopathy or something that would would remove you from the standards of society within normalcy that we are used to at this point, within like just treat people with respect, you are probably going to be moved or behooved by, by those things to act in a certain way. Whether that's completely within the guidelines of society or outside and within your own moral ethics. All right, let's so, table this and we'll move to the next thing. Okay, so I, I, we're about two hours in already. <laughs> we'll make some edits. And it's great. I love the conversation. I pr- I'm sure my professor will enjoy the conversation. <laughs> Don't edit it at all. We I'm definitely, not we definitely uh, <laughs> hit some side tangents, but it happens in class, so I think Sorry. she'll understand. Um, so I just kind of want to wrap up and touch on our final topic. So we started questioning how we arrived at the point that we have within our culture with sexual abuse and violence occurring at alarming rates. We made the connection on how rape culture is perpetuating this type of behavior and reinforcing it throughout our society. Um, I kind of want to finally touch on the broader and even more broader, more broad, more broad 
Thank you for the edit. Or broader. It's my favorite term for a woman. Just Just broader and not more broader. Okay. Stand by Chad. More broader. (laughs) More broader. More broader. Cut that one. Uh, Final topic of masculinity. And I would even argue that this is the cat, the catalyst of at the be- very basic level for everything that we have discussed so far. Yes. Um, if we examine masculinity and how it's practiced, I would like to begin by asking you guys: Are you familiar with? And if you are, do you believe in toxic masculinity? Yes. <laughs> that was very clear cut. It's Good. Very, very unanimous. I, I, yes. I, I believe that a unanimous Josh, belief of is yes. It yes or no? No such thing. No, no such, such thing as okay. Seth. Okay. <laughs> Get the fuck over yourself. No, do not, uh, do not chastise no. him for his opinion. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> but, but I would furthermore ask you to defend your opinion and in the recent oh, future. Good. Okay. <laughs> um, I was kidding. Okay. <laughs> can I? I can't brief, I'm gonna briefly describe or define uh. this this topic Go ahead. the collection of socially regressive male traits that serve to foster domination the devaluation of women homophobia and wanton violence That's um, Chinese with this in mind what are some ways that men perform masculinity that just like based off of our our past like either in any setting any social setting like high school college well, let me jump Real quick. For sure. Whatever to, you want to no, do. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, let me jump to a, a, a single idea, and then from there we can build on. So, like, the single idea of toxic masculinity, one of the core concepts of its toxicity is the fact that, as a man, that, like we said before, you are to dominate a woman in any sort of sexual pursuit, whether it's actual act of sex or just courting her. Mm-hmm. Their expectations due to the toxic masculinity that in our society, as we grow up, that like, oh, you're still a virgin. Oh, y'all still didn't, y'all still didn't fuck yet. Right. Oh, wait, you didn't hit that yet, bro. You've been talking to her for a minute. Like, <laughs> you know, it's it's things like that. It's it's phrases like that, uh, that put these ideas in people's minds. And it's not just from like the guy side of things. Even from women, when women talk to other women, be like, oh, he hasn't like tried to make a move right. yet. Like, it's it's no, putting so, this idea that no. the man is expected to have some sort of sexual relation and we don't have a hard-coded set some people grow up in the idea that it's like yo before you have before you finish high school you should you should have lost your virginity right, um, right. or by the time well, yeah, you didn't you're a pussy yeah. if, if you did it right. by the end of your I, freshman year of college i forced myself into it like a dipshit <laughs> no joke dude. but my point being I is, is like it. it's it's this is what toxic masculinity no. did to us it's 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 pushing this idea that we are supposed to as men and we're not real men if we haven't had sex by a certain age, and we can all look at the popular movie Forty Year Old Virgin when they met Steve Carell's character and go, "Dude, you're forty and you still haven't had sex yet." Right. Like, My dad's uh, favorite movie. <laughs> no, I will say if you're forty and you haven't had sex yet. <laughs> okay, but I mean, <laughs> my point being is that it's, Do, just it's, go to a club. Once. It's it's, <laughs> it's turning. The, but see, yeah. there's something dangerous with that idea. Is there though? There is. Yes. Because then you have, <laughs> yes, if you is. don't if you don't want to do it all, it's it is what it is. No, but, it's not about wanting. It, 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 it's about that when you put when you tell somebody, why don't you just consent. go to a club once? Yeah, but we have conversations about whether or not there's actual real consent when both people are intoxicated. Like we don't That's know what I'm talking about. about. I understand, but this puts an expectation for the person that when he goes to the club, he's gonna find a girl, he's gonna fuck her by the end of the night, and that's that if he doesn't, he failed. Say, that's not what I'm talking about. I know that's not what you're talking about. I'm talking about when people say what you said. You understand? I'm not talking about you, John. I'm 
talking about. I don't think about... that's inherently true. It is. I'm inher- saying like I, I could have. I was using club as go meet people. I understand, John, but that's the thing when when people put when the people push what if out I to somebody who's you, lonely. What if I would have said use farmers only? No, John, it's not. But again, and then you put the expectation. Like that's, ideas that's that what I was. I was viewing it as find a way to meet people in a social context, and I was just trying to be like. I understand, John. Realistic. I'm not talking about what you're saying. I'm saying people say the same things that you're saying right now. And they mean, and, they, and when they say it, they don't say it in a supportive way to the person. Oh, in which that they go with the idea that, oh, when I spend more than five minutes with a woman, I'm expected to have sex with her. No. We can talk about, you know, that, oh, I mean. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is. I understand you're, you're not saying that. But, I mean, do what you want. Do what you want. I'm all about doing what you want. Well, let's, okay, but, but let's go back to the idea of how yeah. toxic masculinity don't you is think you, Don't you think you should have an experience with one other person so you know what's Yes, out John. We're not disagreeing with that. By the time you're 40. We're not disagreeing with that. All I'm saying, if you're 40... <laughs> if you're right, ignore if the 40-year-old if you're virgin. you're 40 and you're not leaving ignore at home the, with your parents. You are 25 years old. When right. you are 25, right. we have still this toxic idea that by the right, age of 25, right, right, right. you would have no, had to I'm have sex by then. All I'm saying is if you're 40, I mean, you should probably... <laughs> You should probably right. have some kind of at least, the 40. at least masturbate, at least partner masturbation by the time you're forty, right? Am I wrong, guys? Am I wrong? Jerk each other off by forty. Am okay. I am I wrong? Okay. This okay. is slightly okay. less toxic. But getting, it's still we're getting toxic. we're getting off topic of okay. you're breaking the chair. <laughs> okay, John. All right. So anyway, Josh, why don't you chime in as to how toxic masculinity shaped your experiences in dating and in or sex as well? <laughs> that's a I put you on the spot. That is a loaded. No, question. basically, it doesn't have to be even. It doesn't even have to be that deep. It's basically just as males, have you guys ever experienced, you know, being ridiculed of not being quote unquote masculine? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but you said it in, um, in like, and honestly, furthermore, way. furthermore, piggybacking off of that, like, if you have or if you've operated outside of that societal norm have you experienced any type of ridicule or literally what i just said babe uh it's a little different because it's like it's asking if you operated outside of it how did he operate outside of it and how did you operate outside of it and what did you experience as a result of that for example i know you joss personally from high school you wore pink fans in high school did anyone comment on you wearing pink fans and Furthermore, question why they thought that was weird or da 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 da. You know what I mean? Or re- Kanye West wore the pink polo. It really wasn't so much that. That's it real. was more so like the uh, <laughs> like the tights and stuff. Yep. And I mean, for guys, catch your face. Yeah, Josh is a great that. example <laughs> with his yeah. entire yeah, exactly. experience wearing See, but like, like, honestly, I think the reason I kept doing it was because I never got shamed that much okay. for it, honestly, I guess, in my position. Maybe that just comes with being white. And mm. <laughs> I mean, a white it could be a lot of but, things, yeah. Um, like, it never... I never really got shamed that much for it, but, um, you know, honestly, if I knew... And there probably were people that were saying stuff that I couldn't hear, but, like, if I knew people were saying, like, dude, that's fucking gay, like, no, to dude, my face... I've been called a faggot many a time. Many a time. That's huge. Yeah. Like, called a faggot. I've called people faggot. Like it it's what you do. Yeah. Like middle school, high school, you just call people faggots and you're called a faggot. Like that's what happens. See, but like it's using that term really like toxic. Okay, but let's talk about yeah. why you were yeah, called that. Let's yeah. let's have a conversation about why. I was called what a faggot. I think, I think it is. 
I was called a faggot because my opinion would be either pro-women or I would be seemingly em- in- effeminate in what I was doing, whether I had long okay, well, hair yeah, in middle school. Or if you're just more sensitive, you're yes. like, what are you, gay? Yeah, yeah, like, right, right. no, me I'm just Josh being joke, a nice person. Me and Josh joke about that. We joked about that today. Like, well, I don't even remember what we were joking about. Something. Something about, I don't, it was pointless, but we're like, what are you, gay, bro? Like, as a joke, like, oh, over yeah. the top. Like, we do that shit all the time because it drives us crazy. Like, I've been called, I one of my college buddies asked if I was, like, what are you, a faggot? Because my eyes are pretty bad these days. I, I was, like, looking, I was high, and I was looking down, I was, like, <laughs> looking, like, at nothing. And I was, I think I must have been, like, looking at his knees or something. Like, just nothing, right? Like, just looking at nothing. Thinking about something like, what are you, what are you looking at? Josh, I, he probably won't even remember. Well, that's but, his own insecurity. Right, exactly. But he was like, he was like, what, what are you, a faggot? And I was like, what? And I was like, stoned. I was from? like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, we're all stoned. Like, of course I'm a faggot. Okay, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're all stoned. Okay, so with the concept of toxic masculinity, can I interject really quickly? I am in no way responsible for any comments that my peers state on this podcast. I made a bi joke. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Everyone is responsible for their own words. Everyone kind of knows that on the Perma Bill podcast. But they didn't. But yeah, so like with toxic masculinity, you know, outside of the sexual things, you know, have you ever, what kind of expectations did you have growing up that when you would, or no, let's go back to sexual. What kind of expectations did you have growing up uh, on when you would have sex? Oh, that's so I think, like, even, I don't Dude, know. I thought I like, was late, honestly, and I was. Everyone so was I, and I was 16. So late. I, I was 17. Yeah. I was. And you probably thought you were late, too, right? I thought I was, I was like right oh. in the middle. Yeah, I was 17 going into 18. I thought I was late based off of male culture and. From yeah. what I, I might have been perceived in high school, at least, there was, like, the in crowds that... It felt like a race. It felt it like did. a race. It did Everything feel like feels a like a race. So what was the finish line for you guys? Like, what did you say, like, if I, I didn't kidding. get to this point? You gotta like, get laid. Well, just late, yeah. period. No, 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 not that. Yeah, I'm asking you gotta get age. laid, bro. Okay. What, what was your expectation of age? When oh. would you have thought that you failed your mission, quote-unquote? Um, well, the pressure, the pressures were on me by 14. Wow. I, d- I no, dated. I would agree. I dated a girl. I dated a. So okay. I'm honestly. I go very back. Different so, for, so a girl. So fourteen is middle school. So, right. yeah. so I. So no, I dated like freshman year. I was thrust into dating somebody because they liked me, and I at that time I didn't even know what sexuality was. Hmm. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know any of that shit. Right. So I dated somebody. You guys know. I'm not gonna say her name. Yeah, was, no but you know drama. who it is. I dated her in like. End of elementary school into middle school. And I didn't know what so I wanted. So very young. Yeah. So I didn't know what I wanted. And so, no joke, this is going to sound funny. We broke up because I didn't know if I wanted to kiss her. Hmm. Oh, that sounds sweet, though. Right. Because I didn't know. <laughs> Not I didn't when you're know. 13 or whatever age you broke up I was up like 12. With. I was yeah. like 12, 13 and Sweet to girls, to guys, it's weird. Yeah. Right? What, are you, like, what are you, a faggot? Yeah. Anyway. And that's what we're so, doing at. That's what we're so doing then at. in middle school... Then my girlfriend wanted me to finger her and do more than that, mm-hmm. and I didn't know already in middle school. In mind bo- you. Because I, I'm all I'm gonna say is I matured early, so I looked like a high school kid when I was younger than than a high school kid. Mm. So, I remember somebody's sister, fucking staring at me and eyeing me down in middle like seventh grade orientation, and she was in high school. 
And I felt uncomfortable because I was yeah, like, because you're a child being <laughs> sexualized. I was like, oh hey, That's and she up. she was hot, so I was yeah, like, oh okay, but but it was still awkward. So then I so then we so then we broke up because because being looked at by another child. Yeah. So well, she was she was a she was like 16, 17, regardless. Then I broke up with another girl because of that, and then high school I had this warped idea of. You gotta get laid, otherwise you're a fucking loser. Hmm. So I had fooled around a little bit here and there, but nothing serious, like just making out with people. I had sex before I got head. Wow. I, you know what? I wow. feel like that's normal though. That's... I'm gonna be honest with you. And before I gave head, yeah. and before I, that's before not the first I, time I've heard that. I fingered yeah, someone it's not that one. I fingered somebody like one time before I had sex. I had sex before someone ever went down on me. Mine went. I feel like going I guess down on someone is way more intimate. Now it's more widespread, which is good. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was very different, and so I. I think it's personal. Preference. I understand. No, I love. I love it. No, all I'm, and I love doing it. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, at the time. I felt like I was getting something done, but then we went on our LA trip for our class right after, and then I kind of felt like I rushed into things. So then after that, it just became a ball of wax, you know. How about you, Josh? What were your uh, expectations when you were growing up? I mean, if I were to set an end date like you proposed, if I wouldn't have been laid by the end of high school, I would thought it, I would have thought it was the end of the world for me. So that like, was your expectation. Yeah, and I had this huge idea of what I thought high school would be like in my head mainly because of movies and stuff like I thought I was going to be fucking chicks left and right at all these parties and stuff and I mean I had my fair share but like it was nothing like what I had planned in my head nothing like the movies right? yeah I was, and I like and it became even I had that idea but as I progressed through high school I became more of a monogamous kind of person like I would always alright can I interject really quickly yeah go for it Josh is definitely, like, the single most person that I've known for... I, I, I kind of looked up to him for, from the aspect of he jumped from... We not jumped. Like, he was always <laughs> in a relationship. Like, there was guys in my immediate network where their mission was to get as many women as they possibly could. But I looked up to Josh because he was, like, always in a relationship, committed relationship with a girl... One on one type so of sexy. idea, <laughs> and those girls were always like the cream of the crop, pretty much. You know we what were? I mean? Josh, 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 Josh. All right, all right. All right. All right. I didn't, I didn't like, like to mess around with the Franklin girls. You know <laughs> <laughs> all right, had to stray away from the company. Good pond. move, good move, um, my friend. But yeah, no, that's literally like I would go instead stories. of like the quantity aspect. Um, I would just more so try and focus on like one person. Like, all right, how can I get this person to like me in this kind of way? Um, and it was never just like, all right, how, who, how many people can I stick my penis? Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. like which is I would argue is a it's common the it's the teen agenda, honestly. Mind frame of <laughs> so a lot of guys. So that's kind of how I want to now bring in the next question for this idea of toxic masculinity. So let's say everyone has had sex by the time they finish high school here, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so by the time you finish finish high school. Everyone has completed four years of college. By the time you finished four years of college, did you guys have an expectation of your body count being exponentially higher? Like, did you have this idea that when you entered college that you would be fucking women left and right as well? Yes. And, again, that went back to, like, what I thought 
college would be in my head. But then I found myself in a relationship all throughout that's, college. That's true. So that didn't help. Um, otherwise, I have no idea how it would have gone because I know in my head if I had been single, I would have been like, dude, I want to fuck as many people as possible. But you had this idea because you, you started dating that girl towards the end of senior year anyways. Yeah. So like your senior year, you had this expectation when that you would be going to college that you would have an exponentially higher body count. Like I think, while I was dating her? No. I'm saying oh, before like, you started dating her. Because yes, you started dating her at the yeah, end of the year. Yeah. So like let's say like in, in December of, of senior well, year. December was so when we started dating. Okay, whatever, man. Yeah. But like at that point in, in this in the senior year, you were like, okay, college is next year, I'm ready to just yeah, go yeah. wild, blah blah blah. I think even in a more broader perspective of this, it's like why? Why do we think that that Josh would think that by college he should be doing or uh, uh, acquiring even more women. I think it's kind of like we need to further observe like how the system is set up. You know what I mean? Like it comes from toxic masculinity. Guys yeah. believe that culturally we are supposed to based off of our peers yes we need to acquire as many women as yes. possible to achieve it's like a trophy. some type of trophy yeah. or or um just like top notch man to exactly that's the ultimate goal is to like right. achieve this type of um manliness or yes. perceived manly manliness yes. amongst our peers to cons- be considered a man is by acquiring as many women as possible in a or, sexual manner. Or but then the when most women beautiful women. Or the most beautiful or, or whatever. You know? And it's the double standard. Great can point. I, can it I? is the double standard that women... If women were to uh, follow the same assume mindset. Yes. the same mindset that Sluts. a male is championed by, right? Yes. yes. They would be considered a slug. Or shamed for doing that. Yes. Or now, you should only be pleasing one man because that man is yes. the master of you and whatever sh- way, shape, right, or form, right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, I think it even goes back to the point I made earlier where the system is made by men to benefit men, mm-hmm. and if women were to assume the same role as a man would assume within this this system, they would not be viewed the same because we view dom- domain or power over women within this same system, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it's, it's really interesting to view. So I wanna, I wanna take this rare opportunity since we actually have a woman on this podcast Hi. versus most other times. So the one toxic time. masculinity. <laughs> no, it's not the one time. We've had you know. We've had three. Guests. We've had three female guests. Yes. But the point <laughs> being is that Literally. so uh, I literally three. <laughs> I want to take the opportunity that Lauren has joined us today. Um, so toxic masculinity doesn't just affect men; it affects women. It affects the viewpoint that women may have on men as well. So I want you to speak. As a woman's perspective, how do you feel about men who have the mindset that we all just discussed right now? Like, what do you look for? Honestly, what, what are the, the expectations you have in a man? That's the part that scares me the most. As you've gotten older, oh. compared to when you were in high school, talk about high school, and then talk about when you're in college, and then talk about now as a talk adult about, out in the talk world. Talk about all of it. Yeah. I want um, you to just do the flip side of what we okay. just said. Like your stained like picture of a man. So, when I was... I guess, should, should I start in middle school? Just yeah. like, go yeah. back as far as you want. Yeah. I, Same way we did. I was just like, I mean, I didn't really want a boyfriend. I didn't want to do any of that. 
but I was like, wow, like, I love boys. Like, I, they're cute, they're hot, whatever. Like, I had, you know, celebrity crushes, things like that, but I had never wanted to date. Go ahead, Lauren, and continue. After realizing your first boyfriend mm-hmm. was a bad person for you, mm-hmm. what was the next part of your story? Um, And then my next real boyfriend, was that you? No. Ooh. Oh, oh, um, Chad, Actually, I was. The, the uh, patch. Uh, uh, the patch. No, no, no. You got? Did you guys mingle before now? This is now? college. This is college. So, so this, you guys mingled before now. Long, long story short, Serious we Chad Ooh. and I dated three years ago for about Ooh. a year. We had some misunderstandings. Fair we enough. broke up and didn't speak for three years. Could I interject really quickly? <laughs> I don't know. Can you? Yes. Um, I was. Here we I go. love this dynamic. I was the same awesome. guy that I was in high school. I was under this, like, uh... This is about me. This isn't it's about you. <laughs> it, it, you're right. I right. know. We're going to move on from the idea of Chad and Lauren's relationship. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Lauren, you keep doing Anyways, <laughs> so my ideal man, quote-unquote, is kind of, and it's tough to say, but it does conform to that ideal state of masculinity. Right. It's someone who's going to be, you know, not like, and no, not even not, like, who, yeah. like, I'm a strong man. Like, you're going to be... You're gonna open doors for me. Hey, you're watch gonna, your mouth. You're, you're gonna you're pay for my meal. You're gonna, you know, be chivalrous. That provider sort of thing. Kind of thing. Right, a provider. But as life went on, I'm very strong-willed. If I'm, you know, the breadwinner, I don't really give a shit as long as I'm happy in my relationship and this person can be my better half and mm-hmm. we can. I don't want to say vibe because that's so stupid. Mm, but it's, it's true, a vibe. Though. It's but can true. we relate this to it's your expectations of, of a man that yes, you're dating his, his sexual history? That's what I wanted. Um, oh, sexual history. Not sexual history, but like, quote unquote, his body count, his ability Exploits. to sleep with women, Exploits. his ability yeah. to 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 game a woman into sleeping with. Yeah, him, it's all that game unquote, shit, dude. You know, that. just the, that toxic masculinity. Concept. Um, if you're sleeping around in a disrespectful way in the way that you just be like yeah I, I fucked her last night dude like can't right. wait to fuck someone new tomorrow like fucking <laughs> someone sick who's bro in it for the yeah. someone Hell who's yeah, just bro. in it to like be a bro like I'm not into it but if you're just having sex with people uh, and you're being respectful and you're you know being smart and you're using protection and you're doing all of this stuff I don't it doesn't matter to me how many people right. you've slept with. The body count so is irrelevant me, as long as you're not being this, stupid. Let me exactly. recurse this for a different topic. Let me recurse this for a different topic. Right. So Thank by you. the time you graduated high school, okay. Yes. Okay, um, let's say you were single senior year and you were looking at you know guys in your circle. The guy that you were interested in, by the time you were senior, would you have been disappointed that he was still a virgin? No. Okay. Now, uh, by the okay. end of your freshman year, we would have been, we would have been butthurt. Guys would look at that differently than that perceived notion that you just uh, shared with everyone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like guys would see if that guy was a virgin, there would be a certain um, stigma attached to that and a judgment. That guy. Yeah. Judgment. What is wrong with him? But I Why? think that's so, the masculine energy that's being portrayed. I don't. I, women, you know traditionally have are more sensitive and more in tune with their emotions yes. so that shit doesn't really matter to us oh, it's a it's it's no, you're, you're sweet right. no you're right. if that makes so, sense so let's let's move on to the next to the other flip side of that time point so by senior year um would you be okay with having 
a relationship with somebody who's had sex with someone before. By the time of your senior year. Of high school. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's fast forward to the end of freshman year. You are single. You are willing to date somebody. Um, would you have any perceived notion against them if they were still a virgin by the end of senior, freshman year of college? No. Okay. Um, would you really? Okay. Uh, then let's fast forward to the end of college. I would. As you yeah. are progressing into transitioning to the actual adult world, because we say that college is an incubation. Mm-hmm. Um would you have any sort of judgment or reservement on a man who is still a virgin at that point? Judgment? Yes. But That's what I would, we're talking about. I, yeah. And why? That's why. I feel like I would just I th- want an explanation. And not, maybe it was just like, you know, I haven't found the right person and I want to like, based on toxic, it's special to me. And, and now based okay, on great. To- toxic masculinity in our mm-hmm. society, what Somebody judgments would you assume without having the conversation with him? Fucking faggot! <laughs> I would that's not assume no, no. that. That's what people. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's what. That's the, the male, toxic the masculinity yeah, yeah, point. Yeah. But I want to know from the female side, due to the way that's the toxic the masculinity affects both of us on both yes. sides of the society. Yes. Mm-hmm. What assumptions do you make without having a conversation with the man? That by the end of college, he's still a virgin. That he may be socially awkward. Yes. Okay, or exactly. there just hasn't been anyone he's been interested in. I, okay. Now so but I think it's mostly the socially awkward thing. So, this is, so this, is what I, this is what I like it's about her saying this. Opinion, yeah. yeah, so this is what I like saying her saying about this. And maybe yeah. it's because she's looking at retrospect and we're not catching her in the moment, right? But point being Advocate is that... whatever. Point well, being is that with her saying this, I think a lot of things that guys need to understand with the toxic masculinity in our society. Women don't. Men are not thinking mm-hmm. the way that the other men perceive them to think that this is what the woman yeah. thinks. That we have a lot of things in our society that goes, yo... That girl's not going to want you at that point if you're still a virgin because you don't know what you're doing and she has expectations. It's men, it's men projecting that upon yes. other men. Yes, on exactly. other men. It's, it's all projection. That's why I wanted her to yes. go through this timeline because I wanted her yes. to make proof. Because that, I because I have, ex- I personally, if I knew somebody that was still a virgin at the end of college, I'd be like, dude. Like, personally, I'd be like, what are yeah. you, stupid? Yeah. I honestly, like, personally, like, there's at least one... This is going to be very politically incorrect, but at least one percent of me asks, "Is he on the spectrum?" Mm. I know it's I know it sounds fucked up, but it's true. Like, but no, it's are a you fact of are life. you unable to to yeah, to equalize no, no, no. your? I wouldn't even say on the spectrum. Like, no, you don't but have that's to be on the spectrum. I'm not saying that's be... what I believe. That's like what 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 I inherently just spout out of my head without thinking, and yeah. it's just my my, my reason. Chad is why I'm saying it's a fact of life is because. Shit. You can if if that's the case, that person may is, may have not come to terms with realizing who they are and realizing that they want to come out. No, right. And that's yeah. fine. And everybody that's, should be everybody's able to at their own. Over, yeah, but everybody's at their want, own right. pace, and then right. that means no. that there's other reasons. As an as adult, to as an adult, we now see this, which is fucked up. That we can't like. I wish we could just somehow go back and be like, don't like. Fuck but you, thirteen-year-old John. That's suck life. my dick. Fuck you. But you can't do it. I mean, that. chill. Well, no, I'd Fuck. make. I would make me suck my own dick. But all, right. Right. all right, all right. Anyway. So we're wrapping it up now. I mean, I was. I, think, cute. I was I a cute thirteen-year-old. Anyway, sorry, okay. John. I think we covered. Toxic it's only okay because I was saying it, and I John. would consent against. John. I would consent for John. sucking John. my own John. dick. Anyway, I love my. I'm so sorry okay. about that. Um, so we're gonna table the toxic masculinity discussion. You want to move on, Chad? Yeah, I think I'm gonna just try to. Close, Close this whole, discu- Go ahead. whole discussion. Ah. Go ahead. We've touched on a lot of brilliant points, I think. Um, they happen organically, which I was very impressed and pleased about. I think this is the is, per- anything, is there anything inorganic about our permeable filters? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, 
I think the biggest thing I wanted to do was take everything I learned from this course and try to spread that knowledge or stream of discussion or thought to my peers. And I think that's really what needs to occur if we ever want to ultimately see a change, um, you know, societal, societally or worldwide just even. Just have a conversation. Just have, start a conversation, keep have a fluid. conversation. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep it, it fluid. fluid. That is the way, keep it fluid. And keep it casual. Yes. It doesn't have to be so yes. scientific. Yes. It doesn't and have to be so fact-based. It can just be yes. us shooting organic. the shit And if, so, no, if somebody disagrees, like you and all... You, me, and uh, Rafiki Thank you. all disagreed with points, but we all kept it. We were all like, "I'll, I'll be a counterpoint to that, or we're I'll be devil's be advocate civil to that." Human beings. You can, you can agree and disagree with people's points, and it expands upon this conversation. But especially in this conversation, like mm-hmm. you got to be able to go, "Okay, now let me challenge those." And if of the course. person you're challenging cannot take that, that's on them. That's not right. on you. And this is a tough fucking conversation yes, to have in exactly. general. Yes, is rape. And sexual yes. assault and masculinity, it's all very stigmatized yes. topics. So just being able to come into this conversation with an open mind, I think, is one of the most important things that we as a society can do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those are all great closing points. Um, so for synopsis-wise, we started by questioning how we arrived at the point that we, we have within our culture arrive to this point where sexual abuse and and sexual violence and violence in general have been occurring at alarming rates. We have made the connection on how rape culture is perpetuating this type of behavior and reinforcing it within our very own society. We have touched upon how toxic masculinity has create or been practiced and demonstrated with it by men within our society and have gave way to how um, rape culture has become normalized and furthermore has ultimately um, led to sexual abuse and sexual assault occurring. We also briefly touch on how biology may feed into this without apologizing for it. Absolutely. Without Um, really delving into it. I I really appreciated everyone's vast um, and different thought processes on these topics everyone offered something unique and different to this discussion that i couldn't have prepared for even if i (laughs) wanted to um i hope you all enjoyed the discussions we talked about and i hope it doesn't end here i hope we after listening to this podcast or webisode whatever you want to call it um, i hope this leads to more conversation upon this topic and us as a society really question why things are the way they are and offer suggestions on how to um, combat the norms and lead to change for future generations. So I want to thank Josh, Sam, uh, I mean Rafiki, John, Lauren, and everyone for listening. And I just want to give a quick plug to the Women's Center in Waukesha. Um, They're a great organization for housing 
women and their families who need places to go in do of abuse so twcwaukesha.org that's the women's center so check it out you can volunteer you can donate so again twcwaukesha.org thank you all right and i think with that we will end thank you for everyone for listening it's been a pleasure thank you stand, bye stand by for our next episode on mental health